Welcome to Talk That Talk. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversations about band, HBCU band culture, music, education, and more. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and also find us on all social media networks at Real Talk That Talk. And now, let's start the show. Talk, we have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversation about band, HBCU band culture, music, music education, and more. Man, y'all go ahead and tap that like daddy right now. Don't even wait for it. Uh, just hit it. Just hit it. As soon as you walk into the room, hit it. All right. Also, please make sure you subscribe to the Passion Is Network and turn on all your notifications. This episode will be up on all your podcast networks. Just type in Talk That Talk, except for on Apple Podcasts, where you can type in Real Talk That Talk. All right. Um, so this is how I'm going to start it. Um, let's see if we can get it back in here. Let's see. Are you, are you live now? I'm hearing can something. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. There we go. There yeah. we go. All right, go ahead and give your introduction because I, I don't, I don't want to uh, mess that thunder up. I don't know. You kind of killed it. I don't know if I can follow up behind it. No, nah, you can't. You, you got it. You got it. I support you. Hi there, everybody. My name is Kiara Jackson. I am a member of the Epsilon Sigma chapter of Tall Beta Sigma here at Norfolk State University. And I am the current uh, co-drum major for the Spartan Legion. There we go. There we go. We got it in there. And, I, and I'm assuming you're heading back to the to the room, right? I'm... Oh, I'm actually heading to an audition for a jazz group. Uh-oh, well, look at that. You better get, get your thing on. All right, yeah. Yes, sir. All right. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and get this started. Um, so the first question I have, I know that the last time that we had our Greek episode, we already talked about the things or the reason as to why we chose to pledge the organizations that we pledged. Um, for me, um, and just to make it clear, I'm very similar to to Larry and the and and the idea that I I did a lot of stuff. Um, I ain't gonna talk about high school, but definitely yeah. um, I'm I'm an alpha. I'm a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, but I'm also a member of Kappa Kappa Psi National Alliance Band Fraternity Incorporated, as well as Phi Mu Alpha, uh, as well as a member of Mason. So I've, I've yeah a lot of a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we ain't even gonna talk about the unnecessary things you probably do in college. So, um, but so we've we've already kind of given our spiels as to why we chose to do uh, our organization. So I'll start with Jafar. What made you want to be a member of Omega Sci Fi? Uh, the seed was planted for me early, and I didn't know it. A man by the name of Stan Mosley. I was raised in his house, and um, I didn't know he was the bros. And then as time passed on in life. You know, you go into high school, everybody wanted to be the cute dog, but I was the only one who went through. Everybody else did that thing. And uh, I, I linked back up with him about four years ago, remembering once again that I did not know he was Omega, but uh, he was the poster for our Cardinal Principles. And uh, he lived it. I saw it. I knew what it was. I, I could describe it to you in real life and uh, textbook. So anyway, um, that's all I ever wanted to do. Now I won't lie. The Sigmas wanted me. They tried twice, but, uh, uh, this Omega sci-fi, this is all I wanted. Something about that purple and gold makes my heart beat a little faster than normal. All right. All right. I got you. Um, I'm gonna wait on Larry cause I want to hear this one. Uh, he he know why I I ain't gonna I, I've known Larry since he was a, 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 a elementary school kid so that's Larry why I'm a crab brother he's still getting me in trouble so <laughs> <laughs> to this day 
So that's why I say I, I want to hear this because anyway. All right, Mr. Hare, let me hear you first, man. What, what was your reason for uh, wanting to do uh, Phi Beta Sigma? Um, so great question. Um, as uh, Mr. Uh, Millage said, you know, it was when you get into HBCUs, um, you go out there, you hang out, you have your friends, your crew, everybody's hanging out. Uh, you start to kind of find out, like, you know, what fits you. Um, a lot of times uh, it just depends on the campus, right, because you'll be on certain campuses and, you know, everybody's frat ain't the shit on certain campuses. So it just kind of depends on where you're at. Uh, I think um, for me it was more or less like I was always very much uh, a leader but also very much individualized. Like whatever I join, that's not going to define me. Uh uh, all due respect to uh, Mr. Jafar, uh, but uh, you know my uh, my great great uncle was actually uh, uh, one of the founders of Omega Sci-Fi, um, and but that lineage didn't necessarily get passed down all the way through. Uh, okay. and so I was actually named my my first name is Everett. I was named named after Ernest Everett Just. Uh, grew up with you know. Um, uh, his picture and stuff, um, you know, at my uh, grandparents' house and stuff like that or whatever. Um, being here, I'm, I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York, but um, my family worked for the airlines. They got restationed out here in Houston. Um, and so uh, with with Mr. Uh, Mr. Larry over there, uh, Houston and Texas was very much a, a, a capital type of environment um, at the time frame. Um and so, you know, it, it was cool or whatever. And I got a lot of, you know, again, I got love for everybody. Um, but to me, it was more or less like I'm going to make sure that whatever I do decide to join um, is very much going to be um, something that I can present a lot to and identify with. Um, you know, and again, again, it's never disrespectful to anybody else. But for me, um, being a Sigma across the Dillard University in New Orleans, Louisiana, I had the opportunity to um, grow with uh, six other line brothers and do something special. Um, it was the largest line New Orleans had ever seen in roughly since the early 90s. Uh, it was just we were different, and it was the same crew, to, you know, the people we hung out with. Um, they were from their respective places where Sigmas were big, and uh, for me, it was also like, you know, I just bring that different element to it. And so uh, for a time frame, you know, it was kind of like uh, Juvenile said, we took over for the 99 2000 in New Orleans, and that was what happened. All right. Um, okay. Right. Uh, let me get to, because uh, I know she's on her way to an audition, so, I, you know, we can try to get her in as much as we possibly can. And if she can hear us, uh, Kiara, what was your reasoning for wanting to do uh, Tall Beta Sigma? Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Okay. Um, so my reasoning for wanting to do Tall Beta Sigma, um, band has been a part of my life pretty much for as long as I can remember. My dad, he played trumpet at Shaw. And just growing up, it was always, you know, I was always in a band setting. And I personally wanted to give back to the program that kept me stable for a lot of times in my life. Um, 
I experienced a lot of different things as far as, you know, family members passing and different friends getting in and out of trouble that I wanted to be a part of an organization that gave back to the band program that kept me in the best positive environment that I could possibly find myself in. And with being at Norfolk State and seeing how Epsilon Sigma was caring for the Spartan Legion, it just, it kind of amped up everything that I wanted to do. I love serving the band. I love uh, being in this type of environment. And I couldn't have asked for a better organization to join. Word. That, you know, that was, that was so well written. That was so nice. I, I, hey. All right, cool. Uh, all right, here we go. I got to hear this one. Here we go. I'm going to sit back for this one. I ain't going to tell you the story of why I want to hear this one, but Larry, what was the reason in, into which why? Yeah, yeah whatever. Uh, all right. Yeah. So if y'all haven't noticed me and, me and Julian, we know each other really, really well. That's my, that's my big brother because my big brother was his little brother and his big brother was my brother's little brother. And, and it's just a whole family tree of things. So if y'all don't know, my brother is an alpha. And he pledged at Prairie View. Um, however, what Julian or my brother or, or, or nobody would really say is when we were in high school and we, you know, called ourselves, well, we didn't call ourselves, we pledged, we pledged the, this high school fraternity. Uh, we walked around with canes. Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we, we go. Bow ties, we shimmied. And the chapter was even named the Pretty Boy Chapter. So, what was the organization in, pattern after, though? What oh, was the organization um, pattern? Yeah, after? It was it was it was founded by an alpha. And okay, everybody was alpha. So, now, let me get to the rest of the story now. Hold on. So, this chapter was modeled after Kappa's. This chapter. So, when I got to college, it was kind of it was an underlying. Uh, deal that I was, you know, gonna follow my brother's footsteps. I am my I, I am my brother's keeper, and you know, vice versa. So it was kind of like, you know, people people would be like, "What you want to do? What you gonna do?" And so I looked at all organizations. I looked at every single fraternity when I got to preview. And what was crazy about the time that me and Quan attended preview is that every chapter was like lit. Every chapter had just crossed lines, like. Every chapter, the Alphas had just had like a crazy big line. The Omegas had like a crazy big line with like 16, 14. They were were running rugged around the campus. The Sigmas, you know, they were winning step shows left and right. And just everybody was just real. No, Sigmas was going, don't do it. No, no. I paid paid homage. Retrospect. So me looking at the campus, it was like, man, I really, I really like the, I really like this chapter. I like what this chapter represents. And I remember one of the first things, uh, one of them, you know, kind of said to me was like, Hey, you can be whatever you want to be. If you want to be a, you know, a pretty boy, you can be that. If you want to be a, a nuke, you can be that. If you want to be a kappa, you can be that. But we all around are animals. And, you know, animal is everything. It's, it's the whole jungle. So it was like, you can be whatever you want to be. And that, that for me, kind of set the precedent of like, oh, I don't have to fit into a mantra. I don't have to 
you know, go out here and always act crazy like, you know, some fraternities do. I don't have to go out here and always wear a suit like I'm a businessman because some days I'm not a businessman. Some days I want to be, you know, a, a, a butthole and, you know, just retrospect. So it was like, all right, I'm going to pledge this chapter of this fraternity because I love Prairie View. I'm always going to go to Prairie View. I'm always going to be about Prairie View. So it's like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to roll with this chapter. And why Julian is saying that is because my brother didn't, he wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't with it at all. But a lot of people don't know this. I actually told him that I was going to pledge Kappa a real long time ago. And he was like, listen, man, I can't, I can't steer you in the right direction all the time, but just if you're going to do that, you better pledge KK side. And that was the deal that we had that if I, I, I couldn't pledge one without the other and I respected it enough to do it just like that. So, yeah. It's okay. My mama, AKA it's okay. You know, sometimes you just don't want that. Yeah. No. That's right. Portion. <laughs> When I pledge KK side for you, Julian, anybody who I pledge KK side for all y'all, Tim, you, Deontay, everybody. Listen, at least you got one right. They, <laughs> oh, golly. Kill her. All you need Kill is one. Everything ain't for everybody, Julian. Hey, listen. I ain't, I ain't you gonna go back. Choose your own path, he, man. He, we laid the path uh, out for him. We had. He, so he was so on so the so silver so platter. So He's ready to go. I, I'm gonna tell you how it. Feels. I know exactly how Julian and now my brother feels because I have a little cousin, um, and you know, from damn near birth, that's been my road dog, right hand man. You know, set him up to win in all facets of life. He ends up going to preview, set it out for him, made, had it just laid out for him, and he ended up pledging Sigma. So I know exactly how it feels. It's like, what? 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 Come on. That I mean, was his I, path to take. That was his path to take. Portia, you not, you're not it supposed to be in here trying to make peace. You're supposed to be going in here going, oh, oh no. That's what you're supposed uh, to be no, doing. No, because my, my, you know, if I have a daughter, she can come home and tell me she want to be anything but one org. But I'm not going to say that on here. But she can be <laughs> anything but that one. Man, my son, my son will, coming here talking talk about he want to be anything but alpha. He getting out. It's tight. Hey, me and Larry. Story, it was, I wait, did call Deontay when I was online because I was I, I needed some money. And uh Julian, you, you call him and, and ask him what his response was. <laughs> but all jokes aside though, me and Larry, it was me, Larry, and another crab brother. We was like, we gonna do this together. That's why I, that's why I was bad. I was like, we ain't gonna do it. And then I seen them cross, I was like. I guess Larry. I guess. Uh, Matter of fact, both of them end up crossing Kappa. Yeah. When I, all of us, I'm the only one that decided to keep doing it. Yeah. I was like, man, you know how it goes. Your brother, your brother is that, so you think you want to be that, and you really don't want to be that. And it's like, man, I can't, I can't do it, bro. I ain't going, I ain't gonna be able to fake it like that. It's Not a whole fake. lot of people walking around here with letters that they never really wanted because they did it for somebody else. But so I would rather somebody take a path that suits them. Because <laughs> I one of my mama lines is her daughter went, a.k.a. because her mama, a.k.a., and then she didn't really want to be that, but her mama made her. And if you go to her house, it's a closet with all her stuff in it. You wouldn't know it unless you knew her before that, before now. 
He's changing the house. That's that's a whole other conversation. I don't want to talk yeah, about not, that. Yeah, we not. That pisses me off. I don't we, want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about. If we, I was thinking about putting that in in some of the com, uh the, the conversation. Should. So we should. if we if we roll back round, we gonna probably hit it. Hey, All right. let me say this. Oh, I'm, gonna leave this I'm, I'm gonna leave it like this at Prairie View. And when we was there, me and Larry was that. That was a big thing, bro. That was I'm talking about. We had meeting functions that was shut down by the fire department. That's how bad they were. So, you were, hey, that's that's a big one right there. Yeah. All right, man. So let's get to the to the real meat of this, man. Let's let's ask the first question. So, um, before we do that, um, we I gotta I gotta get this question out. What years did you all come through? And and I'll go with everybody. So starting with Quan. Uh, you know how I be at PV. You start one year, but you don't finish there. Yeah. And then no, I, no, I get it. Happens. I get yeah. it. But anyway, I end up crossing uh 12, 13, 14 at Zakapa Lambda, uh, Missouri City, uh, Zakapa Lambda, chapter 12, 13, 14. All right, Portia. Uh, I became a Zeta in spring of 2010. I became TBS in 2021. All right, Maya. Spring 15. Jafar. Fall 2000, 3.41 p.m., December 9th. Okay. Larry. I pledged uh, KK side in the spring of 2009, and I pledged Kappa in the spring of 2015. All right, and brother hair. Uh, follow to uh, uh, November twelfth, nine fourteen p.m. All right. So one of the things is that we have some early two thousands, and we got some mid two thousands. So what makes your era better than the other era? What makes your era when you came through? <laughs> Better than the other eras, so I know everybody like. Mm, mm, mm. Hey, I told you some of these questions here. I'm just, I'm just saying. All right, uh, go. <laughs> well, go ahead, Portia. We ain't have social media. Yeah, you had to physically go and meet people. I mean, Facebook was around in its little early stages. I think I had Instagram by the time I graduated, but they weren't like they are now like you we road tripped you had to physically go look people in the face introduce yourself share your information get quizzed up all of that took place so we knew how to communicate i still have relationships with those people that i met i still am able to if i go to their city link up with them I th- I just think that that physical presence, that learning different things from different chapters, um, getting to know people, being able to physically show up on somebody's yard, introduce yourself, have a conversation with them, you know, everybody figure out, everybody good, and then we have a great time. Now, I just don't, I don't get it. And, you know, it's not their fault. But I think that's an element that that personal interaction is missing for me. And 
that's why I feel like, and it's it's not their fault, but I feel like it was better for us. You know, those connections, though that that process of I think being in that hot seat when you first cross, it just it helped me. I can speak in public now. I, you know, I'm I don't panic in those kind of situations. You know, it just it added some things to the experience, and I just don't know if they get that now. I mean, to me, that would be the biggest difference is that people don't go nowhere no more. They connect on social media and yeah. I mean, they, they put, they post their informational flyers on social media. They post their interest meetings on social medias. Shit. At one point they had a zoom, (laughs) zoom, zoom, interest meetings, zoom informational. Yeah. I had to walk past a billboard, you know, that had all of them was posted in one spot. (laughs) You had to go see by the union and all these different, you know, places to see when stuff was going to happen. You know, they told us, but, you know, I'm walk, I'm sneaking in Brown Hall. They had posted our probate fly. I wasn't out yet. And I snatched one off the wall in the cut because it was a billboard back there. You know, that, that kind of stuff, you don't, you don't, they don't have to do that anymore. You know, that's my And Sarah's right. I think the mantra of like, really, you had to be there is very yeah. different. Uh, yeah. when you experience those types of moments, right? Because nowadays, yeah, it gets out on social media and whatnot. But back then, you know, yeah, people had to actually read the flyers and be like, okay, that's what's popping, you know, yeah. on that particular date. Uh, you know, just like um, I had some homeboys I grew up with, they crossed over at Prairie View. Uh, and, and so we have big probate shows where it's like nobody misses that date. Right. Like, you know, there's nothing else going on that's important on that particular day. Uh, And so everybody comes out at the same time. uh, And it's like a it's it's a like a major show. It's like uh, in in New Orleans, it's small because the city is, is, you know, it's it's a great city, but it's very small. So it's like another one of the things where it's like people, the the city shuts down on that day because, hey, this is what's popping. Right. So uh, I, I think that's very much different. It's not that, oh, okay, I can just watch it later on uh, IG and see what happened. Uh, <laughs> no, you have to be there for, like that night. You know, everybody that shows love is there. Um, you're there and embrace those types of moments. You got, you know, the people that knew you was online, the people that didn't know you was online. It's the after part. Like, it's just, it's just a major difference uh, in terms of what used to be and what's now. Um, it's also the step shows. Um you know, I've had the privilege of, you know, stepping in Bayou Classic in New Orleans, like just, you know, those things were so much different than where it was like, nah, you had to be there to see it mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, and, and, and we, we still embrace it. You know, we still uh, just celebrated uh, 20 years this past uh, November and we were sitting there watching the, uh, you know, the probate tape on, the, uh, on, on social media, but it's like, man, but Man, you remember such and such screaming your name or this not like it was just it was different. That's true. So what do y'all say? And and I don't know what you all's interaction is with younger members, um, undergraduate members, so on and so forth. But what do you say to those undergraduate members when they say, Man, y'all just don't understand, man. Y'all, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all old. Oh, what what is the response? What what do you say to that? I was once young, and I did it all. And I promise you, I promise you, I did it. 
I probably can say I did it better. But <laughs> I won't dog you or down you. I need to uplift you. So Larry would say that. I would. Larry, Larry would say he did it better. But when I tell them, I say, you know what? If I say it, you won't believe it. You'll, you'll just have to, I'll, I'll actually go around the younger brothers. I'll actually make it a point to always talk to them and talk to them around people who are, you know, was there with me because Quan is, you know, Quan is my crab brother and he's a band director. So not only is he always involved with band, he's always involved with Prairie View. So if I go to these young guys and I say, Hey man, you know, y'all need to do it like this. This is how we get got things going. This is how things were able to get, you know, situated and it's how we were structured. They'll just, you know, look at me like crazy. But if Quan says it, and Quan, you know, is a is to them, he's an outsider. If he says it, they, you know, they'll look like, oh man, you know, they call me Unc. Oh man, Unc, Uncle's telling the truth. Like Uncle's really, really about that. It is but, you know, they always they always test it just like kids. You know, your kids don't think that you was the man. Your kids don't think that you smart. They don't think that you, you know, tough or fast or any of stuff. You just got to you know, keep on proving it to them. Okay. Uh, for, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, Jafar and then Portia. So for me, when you talk about the errors, when I came into Omega, there was a shift in Omega in 2000. And so when I say what's different from when I came in, to now, when I first came in is when uh, a structured way of coming into the grad chapters uh, was trying to be established. It took me, I, I, I tried three different times before I got into this great fraternity. Uh, so with my perseverance, once I got in, I saw it change right in front of my eyes. So back when I was coming in, the rules were different. The quote was different. The the status quo was different. And now these young folks have all this paraphernalia on. Wrong colors, wrong places. It's almost as if some of the traditions have changed. Like, uh, for instance, uh, there are a lot of brothers now who are wearing purple and gold with black on black jackets. If you had put on a black jacket back in the 90s, uh, the early 90s, the beginning 2000s, you wouldn't have left with that jacket on your body, period. So, you know, times change, things change. Uh, I just feel like even though I came in a, in a really transitional time, I appreciate those moments. I appreciate those old school bros looking at me and telling me, I don't even know if you're worthy. I really had to prove myself uh, from the jump. Compared to now, young as you bring that check or that money order, come on in, join us. I, I don't care for that part. And I'm gonna I'm follow up with Jafar. I, 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 like, I, I some of the rules, I, I, some I, of the rules are very different, right? Yes. So, I mean, you know, again, I'm not gonna go into everything, but you know, it was certain things that you just didn't do back then that now it's like that's acceptable, right? Um, I went back uh, for homecoming. It must have been 20, maybe 12, 13, something like that or whatever. Um, we we never really had IOTAs on campus, and it's not a shot to them. But uh, when it eventually there was a line of IOTAs that came in, right, and they did the whole holding them up, you know, with three people, whatever. They brought a bottle of Ciroc out on the floor and poured it in somebody's mouth. And it was like, 
<laughs> we can't be serious. Like we like that's not that's not even like you know that's not even like attractive. Like it's not even like a sexy thing to do. Like what the fuck are you doing? At, right? at the because, show. <laughs> at the show, right? And the prince, I mean the uh, the president was there, and mm. I was like, man, okay, I'm done with this. Like you know. Because we again, you just had you had different standards, right? You know, yeah, and I'm sure Jafar could tell you, like, literally, you know, we had to dress a certain way, right? Yeah. You can't you can't walk on grass, you can't do these things. We can talk to females, like you know. So it's it was more or less like it was just more or less you spend that time and you dedicate what you're doing to what you're getting ready to join, right? So you appreciate this shit later on. This uh, some. And again, it's not a shot at whoever, you know, I'm sure new people got their new way of doing things, but it's just a whole lot different. I done heard some stuff in my life, but that's a new one on me. Wow. Larry, what were you going to say? I'm very interested to hear what you had to say, sir. Uh, yeah, I was going to go, I was going to go to Portia, but Larry, go ahead. Oh, you got no, it. No, I was going to piggyback. Uh, one thing about Prairie View is, is if you go to Prairie View, man, you learn a lot about every fraternity. And if you don't, you really don't have learned. You don't have love for the fraternity aspect and the actual brotherhood and what all fraternities represent, especially, you know, historically black fraternities. Uh, it was last year. I met a gentleman and uh, he had, you know, I, I, I had some type of paraphernalia that he knew I was a, I was a cap. And he, he started kind of like talking noise to me. Man. I was like, Hey, what, you know, what fraternity are you a part of? And he's like, no, nah, I'm not a part of no fraternity, but I am going to be a part of. It. I said, well, you know, what fraternity are you going to be a part of? You know, let, let me let me hear this now. He's like, oh man, I tried to be an Omega at Prairie View, and I said, oh okay, you know, you didn't make it, you you didn't you didn't go through. He's like, no, nah, they didn't pick me. And then you need to be quiet. Wait, 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 but but no, it's, if you so at Prairie View from, and I don't I don't want to speak on anyone's chapter, you know, I I, I have the utmost respect for everyone, but like having friends and, and really close friends uh, at a time at Preview, like you just went, <laughs> you know, and if you, if you stayed long enough for, you know, Omega, you made it. I, I had never, this was the first time I had ever heard someone actually say I wasn't picked. Like the, the dudes that I went to school with, they didn't, they were like, nah, we walked in the house and we never left. And we you know, until, had, we until we had some on, until we had some letters to show for the That's work right. we put in. And so right. just to hear that, I was like, dang, I think Omega is going through some changes. <laughs> like <laughs> something totally something different here. Like the brother said he wasn't picked. I was like, wow, you know, that, that, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know if he was lying, but just to hear that, I was like, yeah, yeah. This, I, I want to say something, but I do want Portia to go. Uh, what you was about to say, Portia? That's, it's, y'all are, again, I learned so much on this show that I, I'm just baffled by these. This alcohol and this somebody who not in saying something to me about an organization is weird. <clears throat> I, I don't I, I don't even know how I would react to that. Um, <laughs> but what I was going to say, as an undergraduate advisor, I have these conversations all the time. And they look at us like we have three heads. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know what we're talking about. And I'm going to tell you, honestly, what I found works best is to give them just enough rope to hang themselves. Mm-hmm. 
some lessons are better learned through experience because we can talk till we blew in the face, but yeah. we give them just enough rope, not, not to violate any policies or procedures, but you want to do it your way, go ahead. And nine times out of 10, they fail. And then they come back and say, well, how do we fix it? Or what were you trying to say? Because again, they do think, you know, our way of doing things is foreign. Um, what was is not is not the same. And our perspective is skewed. But nine times out of ten, also, I don't I can't speak to how any other organization runs. Zeta is very structured. They have rules and regulations for everything. So this isn't my rule. This is I can tell you the page, the column, and everything to go find it. Because if you don't want to operate, and I, they get they get mad because I'll be like, well, if you don't want to operate like this, they say you should have went and did something else. Mm. This existed okay. before you. It existed before me, and it it shall exist after us. God be willing. So what I'm saying is, I we have gotten to the point. I just want to say again, this is my last semester doing this. <laughs> yes, we're exiting stage left because it is too different for me, but. I, I found that it works best if they find these things out for themselves in my experience. So, so for me, it's a, it's a few things. Number one, not, not down talking to anybody that, you know, is the younger generation or newer era, but I do think they have, uh, they have a lack of reverence for the organization and the people that upheld it prior to uh, them being either initiated or either being interested, like Larry said, like one thing that I always was taught, I, I played five me out for spring 08. And uh, Chris Mitchell uh, is a brother that plays by himself. Great saxophone player. He always told me, you always want to leave the chapter better than what you found it. Uh, and some people had to go through some things to ensure that the chapter survived. Um, and so one thing that I see is sometimes you have to pay homage and respect of the people whose name you call to cross. And so when you have those opportunities at homecoming at different events and whatnot, it's out of respect to be like, hey, brother, I see you with that shirt on. Hey, like, who are you? When did you come? Oh, I came in, you know, spring. Blah. Hey, man, hey, brothers, this is brother such and such from, you know, such and such year. We, I, I've been at probates and I've seen chapter brothers like walk past brothers and like not even acknowledge them and them boys feel like hey like i'm in this thing like who are you so what so what you crossed in 99 like it don't matter it was different in 99 it's like like even like uh honestly if you look just in you know the the free world sometimes you may see another brother with a with a shirt on and he see you you nod your head now you supposed to walk up and talk to each other and because you went through and should have experienced the same thing i see a bigger disconnect with more greek life as as time progressed but uh as for me as being an alpha or even being a symphonian bro it's like you owe it to speak to those people and acknowledge those people that came in before you, just like the marching storm. I'm pretty sure it's like that with the Legion and y'all other organization. When you see somebody that came in before you still, you held, you held it down till I got to it. And then, you know, God be willing that it will be continued past on. But I see a lot of disrespect uh, from the newer generation. Also lack of discretion. Yes. Like, 
like a lack of discretion. It's like it was to a point where people shouldn't even know what you wanted to play as unless you really knew that they wanted to play as. So hold and, up, I, I don't want to stop you, but but you always do this, Quan. You do this every single time. That was already a topic, man. It's the Holy Spirit. That was already a topic. Come on, God. So, 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 look. Let me just because I, I, I want you to finish. I want you to finish your your, your thought. But I, but since that was already a topic, then let's just go into the next topic. So let me do the whole thing, and then we'll go Hold into up. Can what I you say got. Portia? One thing first. Yeah. And this might be controversial, but quite I, I can't speak for nobody else. But part of that is their fault, but part of it is not. Somewhere that was passed down to us to have that reverence, to appreciate people who kept the chapter going in order for it to be here, for you to have an opportunity to participate in it. Somewhere along the way, I can only speak for my chapter, that was lost. And there became this mentality of we hear now what we say goes, don't nobody else matter. And I can't speak for anywhere else, but that happened here. And so trying to address that now is an uphill battle. But part of it is their fault because they don't want to embrace, embrace it. But if that had been, continued to be passed down, we might not even be here. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. Um, I can say with, with, my, with the band returning, with Kappa Kappa Psi, uh, our biggest thing um, when, when being initiated is learning the lineage. Uh, we spend a lot of time learning the lineage of the chapter, meaning you learn the line name and you learn the names on the line and you have to, you know, you have to memorize them. So you may not never meet some of those guys, but a lot of them you will meet and they'll say their name and you'll be amazed how, how, how much it lights a brother up when they say who they are and you tell them the year and they number that they cross. That's a brotherhood, and, and, and you know he'll bond with you forever, but he also know that you were, quote, unquote, uh, made right. And y'all can continue to build from that. You know, now you go on a, uh, a college campus, and I could be wearing a, you know, frat shirt and say, hey, you know, I'm such and such, and they won't even know who I am. Or, you know, I, I mess with my brother a lot. I mess with Deontay a whole lot, but, you know, I'll ask a, a alpha, you know, hey, you know this guy, he's this year. They're like, no, nah, I don't know. And I, I just call him on the phone like, man, hey, these guys, they don't know you, man. You must not do something right. But, you know, uh, same same goes to turn I'm in as well. Um, you but, know, you know, but, 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 you know, CB, a lot of that goes to the time frame of pledging, too. Like... Like we we know back in the day, like we could kind of get away with certain things. Like like when I played Five Me Off, bro, I was online because I was a TikTok. We was online eight weeks, seven days, and if I had my watch nine, ten, you know, we keep going. But like we was when they was like, "Hey, approve, hey, probate," you was on that time frame. And I don't know how it is at other campuses uh, if they have you know a set time or if it's. You know when the organization says you can cross. Well, but, that's but that's mm-hmm. also what your that's also what your neo fight years for. You know, you really yeah. have to embrace what the what a neo is, and your chapter and the fraternities need to embrace what the neo what a neo actually means. Uh, you don't stop ever pledging. I mean, technically, I'm still pledging my fraternity. I pledge with financially, and I give them money every year. And when they need my time and services, I provide that to them. So. 
the pledging process uh, doesn't necessarily stop. It's another process. The initiation process is time, but the pledging process never stops. And that's what probably needs to become the mantra and mindset again. Absolutely. All right. Um, well, let me get into this. Let's move on to the next topic uh, so that we can, because I want Quan to finish getting his thoughts out because he was heading somewhere. <laughs> And I and, and and I I really want to get into that. So welcome everybody to talk that talk. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversation about band, HBCU band culture, music, music education, and more. Man, y'all go ahead and smash that like, daddy. Uh, let's get these likes up. Let's help this YouTube algorithm. Also, please make sure you subscribe to the Passioners Network and turn on notifications. Dang, it didn't come up. There we go. Uh, this episode will be up on all your podcast networks. Just type in Talk That Talk, except for on Apple Podcasts, where you can type in Real Talk That Talk. Here we go. Um, here's a question. Why do, we, why, why do we require aspirants to keep quiet about their future choices? There we go. Quan, go. I mean... You, you you should keep quiet because you don't know what's gonna happen. Like like at the end of the day, people feel like, yeah, I'm I'm supposed to be in this organization. The truth is, maybe that organization don't want you. That's number one. And or or let me say this: that particular chapter may not want you at that particular time. And let's and let's let's be honest. Many people be talking. And they really don't know what that organization really is or stands for. As a freshman, man, you don't know. You you really don't know that organization until you really see that organization and what it does on that particular campus. Because your point of view of Alpha on Prairie View campus or Alpha or Kappa, Kappa Psi on Prairie View campus may be completely different on Jackson State. But the question is, are you trying to be a member of Kappa Psi or Alpha Alpha? Or are you trying to be that chapter? And I think that's one aspect of it. Number two, people talk too much and people don't want to go to jail or, or, or get in a bind because your quote unquote friends say they was going to get you down online, but your GPA is 2.1. And now you didn't probate. Like all of that should be kept quiet. And my thing is this. If you already talking quote unquote fraternity business, how you gonna keep the secrets? Ain't that in your obligation too? Yeah, that part. So I know you're gonna put so if you a dude and you already running your mouth, I know you're gonna talk to your girl when you pleasure. Babe, rub my butt. Come on. Come on. And now your girl mad at you. Pause. <laughs> yeah, pause. Listen. Glazing. Exactly. So. It's practice. Be quiet. You know what I'm we need to know that you can keep your mouth closed when it's necessary. Even, like to Quan's point, even about the secrets, like you talking too much in advance. So I, then I don't mean no harm. I know people that ran their mouth and said they wanted to do stuff real loud, real boisterous, you know, telling everybody. And now they got let us somewhere else. So now we clown you every time we see. You. But oh, there, okay. but but see, I, I I was gonna I was gonna say something about that. There are people who didn't say anything. And then they still went and played other things that that only like maybe their best friend knew. So but, what, but what's me, the difference? What's the difference? No, no, me, no that, that's a big difference. I'm gonna tell you why. Watch this. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you why. When we was we was on the yard, they had a young lady that went to every single Delta Sigma Theta informational. Saw reporter. She ended up playing Zeta. Her line name was Blue Elephant. So people knew. People knew. 
I'm just saying, bro. You can't be in them lines and people see you and then you backdoor across something else and you think, oh, I'm just, I've, I've been wanting to be this my whole life. You lie, yeah. You lie. She wouldn't have been Zeta Gamma, but shout out to them for the line name, okay? We're going to take your money and we're going to bring you over here. I don't agree with it, but baby, that's the shadiest line name I've ever heard in my entire life. Listen, on 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 me and Porsche's campus, there's one organization that gets a lot of people that wanted to be in a whole nother organization. And no people don't be going out talking a lot. They be quiet about this. But people best friends be knowing. And we be looking at them like, oh, really? Why don't you want okay? All right. So my point is, yeah, I get it. But one person came to me one time and asked me this question. They asked, wouldn't that be a form of flattery if you know that somebody is really trying to be a part of your organization? Now, regardless of what happens to them in the future, right? They have expressed interest in something that you find pride in. So why is that a negative thing? You, so I wanna you, add, I wanna, I wanna, I'm sorry, no, no, no disrespect. I want to ask this because I think we are, um, we are going about this kind of mm-hmm. differently than what the right. actual question states. Mm-hmm. So from my understanding, they say, why do we require, you know, aspirants to keep quiet about future choices? Uh, is I don't believe that we like in my, in my fraternity, Kappa Alpha Psi, you will never make it. If you keep quiet, you, you will never get picked. We need to know you and vet you out. So you have to actually come up to us and tell us that you are interested in fraternity. And then, and then after that, you, you have to make yourself known. I've seen, Plenty of times, after times, after times, after times, guys walk in there, and the first question is, who knows you and who do you know? And if you cannot answer that, then guess what? You you know where that interview is going. I don't. We don't care who you are. We don't care what you bring. We don't care what you possess. Uh, it's certain guidelines we got to set, and and one of those is you have to get to know the people inside of the chapter and fraternity that you're gonna be joining. Um, so are we asking, do we keep quiet to the masses? Yeah. Keep quiet to actually. You took the words out of my mouth. What I was going to say is because he said, um, telling you, you expressing interest to the chapter and to the people in the chapter and people in the organization is different from you confessing to your entire section of the band that girl next semester. Yeah. I'm going online for such and such, or I'm going to be. I think that's it. Was it was like the girls? Those are two different things. Because they together the same way. If we don't know you, if you haven't been coming to stuff, if we haven't had a chance to interact with you, you're not getting in our chapter. But like the girls that was in high school, let's say she was going to be a K at PV. No, she did a whole photo shoot. It's too much. Yeah, that's but 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 my thing is my thing is this my my thing is this right like. I think where I, my thing is, it's one thing to say, I'm going to be on next year. It's another thing to say, I'm going to be one. Yeah. I think those are two totally different things, right? Like anybody yeah. who knew me, you know, I mean, we ain't going to talk about Larry anymore, but anybody who knew me knew I was going to be an alpha. 
That was that was it. That was the writing on the wall. It was gonna happen. It didn't matter where I went. It didn't matter who I was around. It was gonna happen. And I know that we didn't had the episode when Rick was on here and he was talking about they thought I was gonna be a capper. And Larry is absolutely right. I came from an organization where we had canes and we was pretty boys. That was not gonna change my outlook of being an alpha. Unlike Larry, he was phony. But my point is. <laughs> Everybody knew when I walked in the door, that's what I wanted to be. When the people in my when I talked to the people in my section, they knew I was gonna be alpha. It was tight. When they asked when when it was time to come for to to do the e-board and everybody thought I was gonna be chapter president, I said, no, I'm gonna respectfully decline because my my goal is to be on for the next semester. Now I didn't get on, but that's a whole completely different story. But everybody knew. And, and I'm, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm different in the fact that my pillow talking, baby, come rub my booty. Now, mind you, back then I wasn't with one specific person. So I ain't asked nobody to rub my booty back then. But if I was with my wife, right, pause. But if I was with my wife back then, my now wife now, because I met her after I pledged. But if I was with her, I'm like, hey, babe, come rub rub this booty out. I mean, that's just, but I'm not going to be going her, pause, but I'm not going to be going telling her a bunch of secrets either. That's just not me. You know what I'm saying? But that's not, but that's not everybody. So, but, so for people like me, I always sit back and, and like I said, I've had people ask me this question too. I've always sat back and been like, what's the problem with letting people know or what, what was wrong with me telling people like, I'm going to be an alpha one day. Now, some people may feel like that's not, not that bad. But there are many people who find it to be wrong. If you want so, to be can I, can you, I jump you in? want to be what? Because we were pre um initiating. I I don't I don't like to put none of that stuff out there, but we were say pre- glaze, bro. Say glaze. Glaze. Well, yeah, and, and, and it was a name for it. It was an actual name for it. Right. So uh, you know. So <laughs> I I think you have to you have to also understand the history of things. And again, Jafar, I'm not picking on you, but back in in the day, like so before things were so like, um, oh, this is a bad thing, or you know, even the the hazing things of it. Yeah. Now back in the day when you joined the crescents, the scrolls, the uh, you know, all the different lamps, all of those different things at that particular moment before you became a member of the organization it was very present, right? So you'd be out on the yard and they knew you were online because, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was, that was just what it was. Right. And a lot of times through the nineties, it was a, a, a moment of time where how do you preserve this still respect the integrity of the process without it being uh, extremely abusive. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if that's kind of, you know, the way of how things work. So, it was also a matter of like, hey, at that moment, yes, okay, you you did. It, people knew you was online, like it, it just was what it was, right? But by the same token, in today's society, because there's so much criticism that happens, regardless of what you do, right? It's not even just a fraternity thing; it's just in life, right? You decide, oh, I want to leave this job and go do something else. Everybody got something to say about it, mm-hmm. and so in the mass and in just the context of joining an organization um, nowadays, it's more or less like, yeah, we do, you know, be like, Hey, 
you know, yes, if I don't know you and say nothing this and whatever, like this is a real random person that just showed up to an informational. <clears throat> hey, like, sir, you, you, you didn't follow what you were supposed to do with the instructions. But by the same token, you don't, you also want to make sure there's an establishment of the humility of joining my organization. Right. So, you know, from a stance of understanding, like, if you going out here and you telling people, hey, I'm just about to be this person, about to do this, about to be out here doing this, like I'm I'm already kind of questioning like what is your motive in terms of joining the organization? Mm-hmm. Right? If you're not here for the right reasons for, you know, what we believe in, what we literally are all about, and you have this thing of you just want to wear the letters. You think these colors are cool. You think strolling at the parties is great. You think getting these women is what it is like those are the wrong reasons and if that's what you're in it for like that's that's a whole reason why i definitely am not about to i'm not even about to touch you and be even a part of whatever you think is about to occur well i agree with what everyone has said but uh from my point of view i do appreciate those people who uh let me know directly that they would like to be a part of my organization but uh, we're a friendship fraternity. So if I don't know you, as my, my Mr. friend, Mr. Larry said, real talk, I wouldn't vouch for you if I didn't know you for at least a year, maybe two. Yeah. I won't do it. Just because uh, you might change your mind. You might see something else. I'll still be your friend. I just know you won't be in my frat. But, um, yeah, tell me about it. Don't yeah. run your mouth about it. You tell me, and then uh, your actions will speak for you. And if you stick around long enough and an opportunity presents itself, then, yeah, I, I might put your name out there. But if not, you know, good luck. Just a quick story. Uh, I, I'm a, but uh, one of my high school friends, I mean, we went to high school and college together. So we went to, you know, Willow Ridge, then we went to Prairie Ridge together all eight years. Uh, last year, um, I got a call. Because I was at work, I wasn't able to, to make my uh, my chapter's interest meeting. But I got a call. Just, hey, uh, this guy, his name is such and such. He says he knows you and he went to school with you. Yeah, heck yeah, I know him. That's my dog. That's my that's my world dog. Hey, he's at this meeting right now interviewing. Did he tell you? No. Mm. What is your vote? No. My vote is no. No. That's it. And, 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 and hung up the phone. And an hour later, you know, I got that call. And the first thing he was like, hey, I didn't know it was like that, man. I'm too late. And I was like, all right, you know, we'll, we'll, I, I, I promise I'll see you next year if you still aspire to be. But, you know, nah. Yeah. And, and you know, I, um, I also will go on the record by saying I'm just different and all that, right? Because you know, I, I'll always tell the story when I decide, well, not decided, but uh, when I moved from Virginia, uh, when I got to where I was in, in U.S. Virgin Islands, because I was new there, I didn't know anybody. Um, and at the time I was like, well, I guess, you know, my my thought process of, of being alpha is going to be on hold. And uh, as I went to the music, uh, the music store to pick up some instruments and stuff for my kids and, and all that kind of stuff. I see a dude standing in, in the doorway and he got an Omega shirt on. I, and and I'm like, Oh really? So I walked up to him and I said, Hey, where the alphas at? 
and that that was it. Like I I've I've just always been that person. That's just who I am. You know, like I said, I've that's gonna be me forever. Now, you know, based on everything that you guys have said, everything that you all said has has much merit. So I'm not taking any any anything away from what y'all said. But like for me, that's just who I am, you know, and and I will not change, you know, that part of me. Uh, you know, I like I said, I've never had a, a problem with telling anybody uh because I knew it was gonna happen one way or another. That's just but that but that was the determination in me, you know. Uh but with that being said though, just the look, I think Well, I, I was gonna bring I, up a, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I think you bring up a good point. There are some people that, you know, they're brought up through I don't. I, I hate the term legacy, but it's just you know that's their lineage of whatever it is. Or, I mean, they just they've been groomed, or even they just knew a little bit earlier. I think there's still a respect factor there. If I know that's where you're at, because you know from a stance now, one of the things that plagues a lot of our fraternities on campuses, and I think Prairie View is one of those places where it's a little more privileged because it's a larger HBCU and there's a large quantity of black men, black, uh, uh, beautiful women. And, you know, you have a, uh, it's it's a selection type piece of it. There's a lot of HBCUs and even non HBCUs where it's a smaller quantity of people that are showing up from African American race. And, you know, you do have to be a little bit more, of the recruitment process. You have to be a little bit more of um, the exclusiveness in terms of that particular element just from what's occurring there. So I can appreciate what you're saying. Like, I definitely can. And I think, you know, there's a there's a place where that, that definitely has its own position. Um, and so from just answering the question, it just kind of, it really has a dependency on what the climate of that particular uh, college campuses at that particular moment. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't disagree with you. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I my personal opinion is, if, if I wouldn't have went to PV, I still would have been the same way. Um, and but I, but I think that's also because, and 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 Larry will tell you that's just that's just kind of how I am. That's just kind of how we were as yeah. as young people so it just that's i mean but i don't disagree with what you're saying yes the climate of the campus can definitely uh be able to determine how those people actually move and and, and act but i do have this question that's along the lines of this how do you all feel about those people that you know wanted to be in one organization and then they ended up probating for something else then tried two three four five times i ain't got no love for you I just I just don't have no respect for you, especially when you at the same interest meeting that I was at. We were studying together. Uh, you went through something that made you a little uncomfortable and you didn't feel good about it and you didn't care or think to talk to me or talk to someone else about it. And then next thing I know, you are busting out with these other colors and I don't even know who you are. Mm-hmm. So that's how I feel about uh, a lot of times it's also the situation of like you thought this shit was gonna be easy and it's not and then you figure out that shit <laughs> nah man again uh, just- I, I think my biggest problem is is if you've decided to 
interest meetings are interest meetings. I think we sometimes we take for granted that people are exposed to greet them. An uh, interest meeting to me, I don't even think they should be called that. I think they should be called informationals because everybody's not exposed to Greek. They don't know th- anything about these organizations. Yes, you have the internet now, but maybe I want to see how y'all handle business. But I think once my problem is not the people who've expressed interest per se. My problem is if you've signed paperwork, like you really was about to turn in your money and do this if they accepted you. And then when they didn't, you went and did something else. You getting information about them, about who they are, how they operate, how they run this interest meeting, how they, you know, all of those things. Mm -hmm. But to me, the paperwork, the paperwork, once you sign paperwork, Mm -hmm. it's an issue for me. Because to me, that means if they had accepted you, you were going to do that. And then because they didn't, then you went and chose something else. That's a problem for me. And then my thing is, is that if I, I, I wanted to be a Zeta my whole life, my mama, whole AK, it didn't matter. I didn't want to be that. I wanted to, so if Zeta Gamma had not taken me, I would have still been a Zeta today. Like, you don't, to me, something you really, really want, you don't give up on. To me, undergrads are not the end all be all. There are graduate chapters everywhere for every organization. If you really want to do something, the buck does not stop with an undergraduate chapter. So for you to jump ship, you have, I I mean, having paperwork in more than one place is an issue for me. I think I'm kind of like Julian. Well, I don't know how Julian is, but I think the biggest thing with me, I mean, if you're a, a, a stranger, I don't care. But if you are a friend or somebody I, I consider to be a friend or somebody I talk to or, you know, have some type of relationship and communication with, yeah, if you do that, I will have a problem if, you know, it's not talked about. Um, but if you know, I don't know you from Adam and then, because that happens every year, like especially on the sorority side, you know, no, no offense, but it happens every year, man. I don't know where the sorority is at that you part of, uh, that you see. <laughs> I, I went to Prairie View, a predominantly black college, and, and when those AKA lines of 50 come out, all of them just be like, oh, she was at the interesting. She didn't yes, it's, it's, and vice yeah, versa. It'd be a whole yeah. lot of elephants. Yeah, when, the, when, the, when them Zetas come out, the AKAs, they be having, you know, posted. Oh, look at this girl. She came, she came to the AKA meeting, and now she was like, we, we, well, you know, one thing that's different about PV is like PV cap lines. Yeah, like that's you, you, thing. You, like, you don't go no further than yeah. I mean, once you hit fifty, that's it. I, well, I, you well, know, well, it's, it's not gonna be like Howard. You have one hundred and ninety-eighty. You're not gonna have two hundred lines like that. Quan was he didn't explain what he was talking about um, earlier when he said that the fire marshal shut something down. He shut it down because it was too many women at the uh, interest meeting, and they had too many. Uh, bodies in that building it was almost 600 girls there and they were only if if only picking 50 that's the cap they can't pick no more than that so imagine 550 girls getting some no's and them 50 getting yeses it's crazy so they gonna go to sg rosana delta i mean they'll go to a non-greek organization which it happens i mean it just it does happen so but, but, but also but also 
But I mean, but the truth that's is that's not that prevalent out here. My, my it's thing not. Is, it's a southern thing. Portia, they had two hundred six three on the on one grad chapter line. They crossed a thousand AKs uh, in spring of twenty twenty two. Yeah, but yeah. I understand. Yeah. Two hundred and sixty seven. Just didn't make it. They just didn't make it for undergrad. So the graduate lines, you know, they just it happens. It's a true statement. We don't have a problem, but I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> he's telling the truth. So, no, uh, Larry, I, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, I think for me, it stings more when it's put somebody I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I know that you've tried, if I know that you've possibly that you've actually been on. Oh yeah, and then you. Oh nah, we. Nah, I, oh, yeah. I I feel some type of way. I I don't know. It just it, in my spirit, it just don't feel right. You know, uh, my wife my wife still gets a little rattled with me because you know we we got some close friends that kind of did some of them things, and I yeah. tell her all the time I, I still ain't talked to them talk to them yet. It's difficult. I can't do it. It's a, it's a I can't couple of people it. from the Legion. Every time I see them, oh, go hard or go home. I'd be like, ooh, mm-hmm. child. Yeah, that's why that, that yeah, probably we probably talking about the same couple people. So, uh, so yeah, it, went home. I, I'll say this in the spring, and I, I don't I don't tell this story. This is me and my brother, like cool stories I can tell now. And wait, actually, the summer of 07, I'm I'm riding uh, home from Prairie. My brother had to come pick me up. As we're riding home, he he he, I had not expressed to my brother that hey, I you know I want to be a capital. I don't. You know, I'm not really trying to go the other way. And so he's riding the car. He's like, hey, man, I wouldn't normally do this, but I'm I'm going to tell you, uh, my line brother is going to be the dean for the guys this year. And he called me. He asked me. And I'm telling you right now, if you go, you know, you're going to be on, you're going to get picked. And I didn't say nothing to him. I was just like... Okay, you know, I didn't say nothing. So sure, sure enough, the, the summer goes around this fall, and he calls me. He's like, "Hey, it's happening right now. You gotta go here." I'm like, "I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going." And you're like, "What you? What, are you scared? Like, what, what's going on?" He's got like, "Nah, I don't want to do it. I don't want to be that." And that conversation was a hard one to have, but it was necessary. That's a good one. That's a good one, Julian. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to mess with this guy forever, man. He, but but that's, oh, man. Well, I can do that, though. Imagine how I popped out is some, with a cane and shimmy in it. I ain't tell that man. Oh yeah, he would have been. So so let me let me let me make sure I clarify. So if y'all don't know, his brother is Deontay, the counselor. That's who his brother is. So just to put some context to to this now. So yeah, so it, he would have been. I don't know. Y'all would have y'all would have went to the grass that day probably. Probably. Yeah, I'm just. Yeah, definitely. No, probably. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. Uh, yeah. But yeah, man, I, you know, I, I just think, I don't know. I, I think that if you're going to, if you're going to start something, 
you know, and if you keep telling, if, if especially if you didn't start it something, if you didn't, like Portia said, and put the paperwork in, or you didn't been on, look, finish what you start. That's that's how I am. That's how I always been. Uh, fin- if you start it, finish it, and and I'm I just a. I mean, this is not specifically about our Greek life, but this is about my high school life. I did it twice. A lot of people don't know. I did it twice. In high school, I played twice. Uh, I ain't going to tell that whole story, but I did. Because my thing is, if I start something, I'm going to finish it. I'm not going to start this this process and go through it, and then all of a sudden I'm just done with it because I'm upset or I'm frustrated about whatever happened. You know, I'm going to finish it. And that's, that's my thing. You know, that, that just, that just shows the determination within yourself. Um, so that's just where my, my, my brain is. All right. Any final thoughts on this uh, topic before we move on? Okay. All right, man, let's move it on. Welcome to talk that talk where we have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversation about band, HBCU band, coaching, music, music, education, and more, man. Y'all go ahead and smash that like that right now. Don't even wait for it. Also, please make sure you subscribe to the passion is network and turn on notifications. This episode will be up on all your podcasts and networks. Just type in talk that talk, except for on Apple podcasts where you can type in real talk that talk. All right. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, uh, um, this one, this one might be a little controversial. If we need to blurt blurp out a, a couple of uh, <laughs> words and stuff like that, um, but you know, I, I I always believe in being honest and being real and being open. Uh, so let's have this conversation. Pledging, was it worth it? Did you say pledging was it worth it? Yeah, yeah, I'd do it again. The only thing I would do different is. There's probably two different times I would have said no, and out of those two times, I would have fought. Other than that, yeah, I'd do it again. Sure would. I wouldn't change anything about it at all. Love that answer. It's gangster. <laughs> right? It's gangster. I can't even argue with it. Hey, all right. You, hey, you got it. <laughs> all right. Uh, pledging. Was it worth it? Quan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the reason why Jafar laughing because Jafar is uh was was my worst for master of my life. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, that's All why right. he doing. That's, that's why he I doing. Remember you from? That's why he doing some different laughing. You dig? Now I, I tell you this for those that don't know. You know, I don't be getting all of them titles and all, but I got all of them. I'm, yes, he does. Yes, he does. I, I know all of them, and and I'm somebody to know somebody when he gets to that. But I would never do that again. But my other stuff, but I think what people don't know is I did find me off at first and then I became a Freemason. I'm not gonna lie, Freemason made me a man on so many different levels to where I do whatever whatever I wanna do, whatever I put my mind to, I can do. I just leave it at that. But is it pleasant worth it? Yeah, it is. For the for the real connections and brotherhood. Even from this show, like Julian, when I found out he was a bro, Alpha, we've been writing with each other ever since, for, even from I.L. Texas. Uh, the connections that you meet, man, what people fell to realize, one of my mentors was given, gave, was given the Alpha handshake by Dr. Martin Luther King, and he's still active to this day. And he's been active, uninterrupted, for 54 years in Alpha Phi Alpha. 
So that's the people that brought me in. The, uh, I was um, recommended and sponsored by two life members and one charter member. Uh, I tried to be an alpha three times. There we go. So, yeah, I, I would definitely do it again. Find me off as well. So. Portia, pledging, was it worth it? Yeah, but y'all talking about doing it again, my answer to that is no. Okay, let me explain something to y'all. No. What I do, and I, maybe this might be my 35-year-old body talking, but nah. Let me tell you something. Do it again? I, absolutely not in this life. But was it worth it? Absolutely. Absolutely. But y'all on some different stuff talking about you'll do it again. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna hold you. No. And it might be because I'm old now. I don't know, but I'm telling you right now. I, mm-mm. Portia, come on one more time. <laughs> You got it, not. But it was worth every moment. I wouldn't want to have it any other way. Um, I love this organization more and more each and every day. Um, it was definitely the right fit for me. But y'all talking about doing it again? I'll do it again. Uh huh. Y'all some different kind of people than me. All right, Larry. Do I have to do that this age though, Julian? <laughs> That that's, so, that's real. so first of that's all, I never even asked yeah, would you do it again. I, I never yeah, asked that question. Eats. I never mm-hmm. asked that question. I'm just saying. I mean, somebody got the bump for Quano. <laughs> Some, somebody got the bump for Quano. <laughs> I can get in it. Skate, 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 <laughs> Hey, y'all hey. can call it what you want. I'm still getting these letters, but if I had this 35, no sir, no sir. Uh, I'll answer. Go ahead, Larry. Um, honestly, I truly believe every organization uh, that I joined gave me something just intangible. And was it from pledging? Uh, yes, but just the organization in, in itself. I would never say nothing is not worth it, but, you know, aspects of pledging is, is really outdated. Some aspects of pledging are, are really outdated. And the craziest thing about it is the, the the more that it becomes outdated, the more that it's, that it's actually glorified. And, you know, I'm, I'm a victim of it. Uh, I am a person that glorifies, you know, every aspect of every process that I've been a part of, uh, physical and mental. But, again, I don't use any of the physical aspects of any of the process. They're all, everything that I've taken from my process that I now go through life in is mental and educational, you know, nothing physical. Um, when, when times get hard, I, I, I go back to poems and quotes, you know, from, from my process, I, I lean on brothers. Uh, yeah. so was it worth it? Of course. But I think that, you know, we, as, uh, as men have to stop glorifying, the aspects of the process that, you know, we, we really don't even use anymore. You know, it's like kids learning calculus in high school who none of us use that. So why is it still being taught? I think those same lessons need to go into the uh, pleasure process. All right. Uh, I think Jafar already said, Maya, you awake? There you go. Maya. Yes, I'm awake. Yeah. My teeth hurt so bad. (laughs) Um, I'm sorry, go ahead. I cut you off. No, I was going to say pleasure wasn't worth it. Oh, I mean, yes. So, like, I'm definitely 
I'm definitely honored to be a part of my organization. So for me, things are just a tad bit different, right? So if I could pick the time and the circumstances in which um, provided the opportunity for me to be selected to be a part of TBS, that I would change that. You know, so, so yes, it's absolutely worth it. But in the sense of, or the light in which it was provided, I would change that. Does that make sense? Yeah, it absolutely I, makes I sense. Wanna, so, so, but hold on right quick, Larry, because I think you're about to say the same, the thing that I'm about to say. So Maya, um, everybody doesn't know your specific situation. Sure. So I was going to continue to get into that. Um, did you, Larry, did you? I wanted, I wanted to tell you, um, as a brother of the Delta Psi chapter of Kappa Kappa Psi, who is a direct, you know, sibling to this Epsilon Psi chapter of Kappa Kappa Psi, um, your line, your specific line, uh, we, we really, really applaud y'all and we appreciate y'all. And I don't, I hope that you don't think that because of the time that you came in, that don't change that. Um, if, if I can tell you, don't change that. Um, you came in at the, the perfect time. You, you guys made your mark. You resurrected something that a lot of people didn't think they were ever going to see again. So don't change that. Believe me, my, myself and Quan feel like that or felt like that with another organization that we were a part of in the band. And the older we got, the more we learned to embrace what we had to endure in that time. So I want to tell you that don't change that y'all, y'all, y'all did y'all thing. Y'all came at the perfect time and y'all, y'all are, are in, engraved in that chapter's history for life. So And I I 1000% appreciate you for saying that. And no, in no way do I want to kind of belittle or take away from the experience and the processes in and of itself. Um, But I think speaking to the bigger picture of it is, you know, going through or rechartering, you know what I'm saying? And going through those tribulations and those changes coming off of the moratorium, number one. You know what I'm saying? Also going through the recharting in and of itself and also changes and or just things that were happening at home. Mm-hmm. All of those things considered, you know, that, that it made for a a very unique, you know, situation for for us. And so with that, there were there are kind of sometimes there are things that, you know, I wish we're different, but again, like I said, I'd never want to take away from how unique and how, um, like I said, honored I am to be a part of my organization and being able to come through it at which time that I did. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, y- y'all changed the whole makeup of the sorority, and, and I don't know if you even know the kind of stipulations that used to go on, but, like, uh, dancers were very, very um, strict on if they could actually join tbs at one point so you look at it now what no if about it (laughs) for that for that look market time i'll say but i feel you i feel you what you're saying yeah i feel you all right uh brother here pleasure was it worth it um 
again, I, I gotta I have to agree with everyone that's kind of shared. Um, you you get something different from all the different aspects of pledging, um, depending on even your different organizations. Um, I got something different from Sigma. I got something different from Masonry. I got something different from, um, you know, just joining other organizations. Um, and so it, it's definitely worth it uh, from the stance of it's a growing and learning experience. Um, I think one thing that sometimes is a little bit different is um, that time frame and, you know, not all, but some of the experiences that happen now, back then you ended. Um, like you you went through some things that were a little different. Uh, you don't necessarily have that same experience nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, again, I, I just, I look at even just time frames. It's like, you know, you look at social media and be like, oh, yeah, this person crossed at this particular time frame and you do the math. It's like, mm-hmm. man, that math, not math at all. Like, for yeah. real. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, you just, it's, it's a little different. Um, I also think the camaraderie and the bonding process uh, was definitely something back then that you just definitely appreciate, right? Yeah, it's, yeah you're going through hell, like you and your ass whoop, you're getting all those different things that occur. Um, uh, like you said, Mr. Luke, like, you know, you're trying to, you know, find somebody that's going to rub on it. <laughs> but it's like, but by the same token, man, I'm not giving up. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm, I'm finishing this cause I started you. I'm definitely like all in. Um, and you're also, you learn each other. Um, I think, you know, from a fraternity standpoint, and it's, again, it's nothing to take away from, uh, sororities, but nowadays you have some, some, particular lines where it's like it's so the, the numerical <laughs> uh, standpoint of people that's crossing it's like you can't possibly know these people right and we we were just a little different back then because you had to know everything about everybody um, and you know to this day you know any one of my line brothers like if something occurs, I know who to call. I know what the allergies are. I know, you know, just it's, it's different. Um, so, yeah, I, I would not change nothing about the whole process. Oh I, know, I know what you're saying. My chapter, the biggest lines we've ever crossed is 12, and that's three times. Yeah. We don't do all that around him. I agree with that. So, um, so a couple of things. Um, the first thing is, uh, I'm definitely on the side of Porsche. Um, I mean, the number of organizations that I have done, first of all, ain't no way I would do that again. There's, there's no, no way. way. Absolutely. You didn't have fun? You didn't have fun? Hell no. Hell no. No, no. I mean, now, now, let me make sure I clarify. There were some moments with my LBs that I'll never forget. That's right. But going through the moments, oh hell no, 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 no. But I, but I cherish those moments. Don't get me wrong. I cherish every single moment. You know, 
from from the fights that your L, you and your LBs would have, cussing each other out. One, your ace probably ain't doing something that he ain't supposed to do, or he getting on your nerves because aces is assholes. I mean, it, it's so many different things and so many different variables uh, that you can't even really put it into words. Uh, but I, I ain't doing that again. Um, and, and honestly, if I'm talking about now, it's tight. If I have to go back and think about me doing it at a younger age, I'm sorry. It's tight. <laughs> Either way, it may be tight. You just give me the paper. I'm good. Uh, but let me ask you this question. Um, <laughs> what about... My brain don't even work the same no more. Bro. I'm telling y'all right now, remember something? Ah! No. I'm the one getting everybody in trouble. Yeah, it's tight. Now, my it's brain... But mm-hmm. let me let me ask this question. What about people? What about those situations where they say the process makes you better? But, oh, well, go ahead. Somebody's going to say something. But go ahead. Okay. Um, so, and uh, I, I choose which fraternity I want to talk about. But in, um, in KKSI, we we actually pick the more quiet, the more, you know, subtle person to be the leaders on the line. We don't pick the the more outspoken people or the people who are able to, you know, handle themselves accordingly. We pick the person online that, that will be online. Who's like, we never really heard this guy talk. Let's make him the line. All right. Let's make him the call dog. You know, the person who they may they may feel is is was lazy or lackadaisical in the band. You know, if he's so if he happens to make it online, we'll make they got a line president. We'll give him all the work and make him you know make the line come together, and it builds them. So I I say in that aspect that that's how you you know you build the brother, you break him down, you know, and then build them right back up to where they're confident. Able to walk in and you know not really waver when they talk to you and they not they don't you know put the head down they start to put the heads up you can tell the difference you know when the brother mm-hmm. is ready to 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 come on in and and and, and uh, be initiated in. So I'm gonna say. Oh well, go ahead, Julian. You know the old me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Zeta tamed me. As far as having respect for the older sorors and following, you know, rules and stuff like that, I already had that because of the Legion. But that train to go attitude, what you say, I'm with it. My big sisters and my dean reeled that back. It's bigger than you. Mm-hmm. You're no longer Portia. You know, Legion, Silcat, you are now Portia the Zeta. Everything you do is going to reflect on this organization. And Zeta is a business. What are you bringing to the business? And so I started to process. You can spaz out. You can fight. Mm -hmm. But what does that say about the organization that you joined? So it started me on a different path. I had to be a different person. 
I had to grow. And one of our principles is final womanhood. And so how she kind of put that to me was improving every day, constant improvement, constant growth. We saw something in you. And so now it's your job to prove us right. It is time to live up to your line name and to what we saw when we picked you. And so that helped me. That made me better. And I don't know that I would have figured this thing out as fast as I did if I didn't have those conversations, those expectations, those things instilled in me. And it started because I'm going to tell you right now how I was. I got I got on. We lined up and I started learning about them. Hey, it was some kindred spirits on that line. It was a (laughs) and they had to get to us and say. Y'all got to reel it back. Y'all got to be different. Y'all have to live this principle of final womanhood. Would a final woman do that? So in, in many ways, it made me better. It did. Me and my line sisters, because it was a couple of us trained to go. We was with it. So what about those, what about those members who locked up, lined up with you before you went through worse than what you went through and you never see them again. They don't, they don't come nothing. They don't do nothing. Barely paying dues, but they went through that same process, but it makes you better. I'm going to say this though. Process don't make you active. Yeah. Process that doesn't guarantee that. It's a whole lot of people that went hard in the paint, this t-shirt wearers. And that's a whole nother conversation because they also the ones that always got something to say. And when they say that, I'd be like, when the last time you paid dues, because they <laughs> ain't running off your love or that pledge process you went through in 1999. Now I do hold people accountable. Oh yeah. That doesn't guarantee that. Mm-hmm. It just means that you're willing to endure whatever that process was. But it's a whole lot of t-shirt wearers. Yeah. Going around still having the same mindset of whenever they cross. But I can only speak for my organization. Zeta is a very different organization from when I came in. And so your your processes of what we should and should not be doing, I ain't going down for something that don't pay my bills. Zeta is an expense. Not, not it ain't bringing me no money. So, yeah, you do have those situations, but I mean, what can you do? I ain't pick them. I lined up with them, but so I don't know. So you 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 brought up you opened up some worms here uh, when you said that. Uh, I can remember back. I think it was my senior year in high school. Maybe I think it was my senior year in high school. We had this thing in the city back when gents was like super hot. You know, I don't know what happened to it now. Good Lord. Um, But uh, it was we had this yearly um, meeting that we would do called the Gent Expo. And at the Gent Expo, uh, we were at Booker T. Washington High School. We were inside the cafeteria. We were having our meetings and all the brothers were around and we had some guest speakers. Uh, Some of the guest speakers just happened to be members of Kappa Alpha Psi. And one of the things that they said was this. 
he said, you know, we talk down to our shirt wears, mm-hmm. but we need, well, we need your shirt wears. Hmm. And he said, oh, well, I, let me, let me finish it. And then I'm, I'm gonna let you speak. He said, it's always easy for us to look at the person who's not doing the work, but y'all are doing the work. They're the spokesperson for it because most of the time they're the most popular person. They're the person who always got the nail you on or the pair on, however you want to say it, whatever region we at, we say different things in different areas. Um, but they're the people who are bringing the, the it factor to your organization. Yeah, it may suck, but you are doing the work. What do you all feel about that? Uh, oh, yeah, Larry, go ahead. Um, that was kind of the, the same thing that was told us um, is while you're going to have T-shirt wears, while you're going to have non-financial members, the, the second that they get into the fraternity is like um, you got to look at it as what, what other characteristic does a person bring, you know, um, even nowadays, you got guys who are who are socially just all over the place, and everybody knows them, and, and they're good publicity, you know, for the fraternity. They don't know how to run the business of Kappa, you know. Uh, you got some guys that are historians that know all the knowledge and history, but they're not social. They're they're you know in the in the in the office somewhere so it's like all of those aspects has to play a good part i think the biggest thing is um acknowledging those roles when you know when it happens and and making that person not feel like they're an outcast because they just wear a t-shirt but give them more so of a responsibility hey if you don't wear a t-shirt bro you better be the the, the most pero wearing you know mf that i ever seen every time i see you, you better have a t-shirt if you don't do nothing else um, you know, and the guys who are the business who runs the business, if they don't feel like you know wearing some paraphernalia that day, or they don't feel like doing this, they don't have to. I mean, they're they're working like he, like Julian said. But the ones who are who are you know who take the back seat or, or don't do anything else, there are other there are other there there are multiple offices inside of fraternities in which everyone can can operate in. You know, just. Just got to be, find your niche and work with it. So I got a question. Are we talking about financial t-shirt wearers? Or are we talking about people who... Period. I mean, I'm speaking of period. That's not how Zeta works. Yeah, that, that's I mean, what I'm speaking of. I understand. But... I understand. Um, and, you know, again, like... For me, life is crazy, right? I've, I've had a lot of money and I've had no money, and I've had a lot of money again. And in that, in that experience, I realized when I had no money that all I could give was myself. All I could give was the work, the physical work that, you know, I could be, that I could do. And then when I got a lot of money, I said, man, I don't really feel like doing that work. I'll give them the money, though. But, again, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly doing for something. I'm constantly making sure my activity, whether it's financial or physical or even mental or whatever aspect is, is, is present. 
I think we're talking about two different things, though. I see what you're saying. And mm-hmm. anybody who's not able to afford dues, dues are expensive. I can't speak for Northern or but dues are yeah. expensive every year. If you can't, you can't, for whatever reason, life happens. I'm not yeah. saying that. And you can't pay <laughs> your dues and you can give of your time. I'm okay with that. My problem and my experience has been with some of these people is they don't want to give up their time. They don't want to give up their money. The either either one, yeah, and they always have something negative to say. If you're not a part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Mm. So, I, I, so if you don't have either to give, I want you to sit back. Yeah, don't come and complain to me about something that you're not even. It, I can't pay my dues right now, but I can do this. I can offer that. That's different from complaint, 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 complaint. Can I ask you this personally for 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 Zeta? How do those complaints come out? Does it come does it come out in like open form or does it come out privately? And, and no, I mean these are people that I know. Yeah, like, that feel some type of way. Well, why are we not doing this? Or why are we not doing that? Or yeah. why is this happening? Or why is that happening? And see, and see where I'm from. That just it gets shut down like this and said because you don't pay. And then, and, and then the, they don't even get to talk, you know. Um, I tell a lot of people, I, I I pay dues to be able to talk the noise and say what yeah. I, say what I want to say, and I will always yeah. pay dues to be able to say what I want to say. But the second that I don't pay dues, I know that I'm not going to say something. I know that I'm not going to be able to to say what I want to say because that's the that's the makeup that has been you know established. So let me ask you guys this then. So what you're saying and, and, and what, what, I guess what your thought process is, if you pay dues, you got so, you can say something. If you don't pay dues, you can wear the shirts, you can do the strolls, but shut the heck up about what we're doing. About the business. Okay. I, yeah. I, I just wanted to make sure I, I just wanted to make sure I, 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 I was <laughs> understanding what y'all was saying. All right. I can't take your letters. I can't tell you what to do and what not to do. But don't come to me complaining about official dates of business when you don't have a seat at the table. That's a problem for me. Because I pay to have a seat. Literally, people be like, you always pay your dues. And in the falls, your falls are sold up by the Legion. Yes. But when I'm able to show up, I want to have a seat at the table. I want to be actively engaged. What I don't want to do is run into you at homecoming on the plot and you ask me about official dates of business. I don't care. No. So then, and, 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 and I'm just, I'm, you know, as you all are talking, I'm just coming up with, with random thoughts at this, that, you know, so for those people who are the shirt wearers that don't pay dues, but they are always, or, and I don't know what it is with you or, or anybody else, but, I'm just giving examples. They're the ones who are in the front of the the stroll lines, and and they the ones out there bringing the the attention to the organization, and and in a lot of good ways. Do yeah. you all thank them for doing that? Yeah. On that end, even though they yeah. don't pay the dues, they can't say nothing, but they are bringing even, they are bringing an attraction to the organization. But it's not even a thanking them. Uh, it's almost like it's. It's your obligation. It's your expectation, and you ain't doing nothing else. Go do it. <laughs> go, go do what you do best. And you ain't doing nothing else. Yeah, yeah. 
So then, do you, do you, you? I don't need to thank you. You didn't take an oath to me. So then, so then, so then, do you, do you thank the people who are actually doing the work? Do you thank the people who are paying the dues? Do you thank the people who? That's. I think. I think it's. And I'm not. And like I said, these are just questions I have. I'm not saying one's right or wrong either way. I'm just saying that if you thank one for doing one part of the work even though it's not the substantial work that you all see as far as the dues and all that, shouldn't they get thanked for, for doing another part of the work? I'm just asking. No, I mean, let, let's, let's keep it a buck, bro. 20% of the people are going to do 80% of the work. Like, Say that, again. Like, Say like, again. Like, like, that's just reality. And so at the end of the day, I agree. It's, kind of, it's like, pick your poison. You know what I'm saying? Like Larry said, if you can't be financial and you wearing a shirt, represent it in a positive way. Like and inspire the next generation to to to, to become uh, uh, your respected organization. And when it's time for you to get, when you get your money back, right, make sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, let's be like, honest, y'all. Some of these people, it ain't financial. Yes, they just don't want to. It's like it, it was a social thing to them. They wanted to. It's like they wanted to be a part of a society. Ooh. And and then after that, it was what it was. However. If you if you believe in those precepts for your particular organization, then you hold yourself accountable because Portia says something that's real. There's a difference between the oath and the obligation. An hmm. oath is what you take between you and God. From that oath, that's what I'm obligated to. I know I'm obligated to my brothers because I took the oath between me and God. Now, if that's the issue between me and the God that I believe in, that's the issue between me and a man in the mirror. Outside of that, it is what it is. But I do agree you need to find your niche and your chapter needs to groom you. Your chapter needs to groom you to be like, all right, bro, if you're not, because when I first when I first became an alpha, I was on the e-board the next uh, uh, fiscal year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Until yeah. I started becoming a band director, and I was like, yeah, being on the e-board, that ain't going to cut it. So then I was like, I'm a general right member, but I wear, I represent Alpha Alpha at my high school. Kids know what Alpha is yeah. at my high school. So they know about Greek life. They know about HBCUs. They know about those particular things. So at the end of the day, you can represent your organization in a different way, but represent it in the light that those founders, me for me particular, my Jews would want it to represent. Am I registering kids to vote? Am I telling kids, hey, you have an opportunity to go to high school, go to college? Hey, if have you ever thought about being a Boy Scout? Hey, like if 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 you pushing your national programs, then you're still doing the work of what you're supposed to do. And at the end of the day, that's just what it is, bro. I 100% agree with you. You kind of said what I said, but for me, my mind is just slightly different. Are you living your creed? So, yeah, you do yeah. what you're supposed to do. You're wearing your stuff. That's fine. But behind closed doors, what are you really doing? And whether you're wearing a frat shirt or not, and whether a person knows your name or not, are you still living your creed? Yeah. So, for me, that's my thought process. I could care less about a T-shirt where, okay, you wear that shirt, you paid your money, you went through what you went through. Somebody sees you, maybe they like you, that's fine. But when you don't have that shirt on, are you still exemplaring and and exposing and shining that light of what your founders started that organization that you wanted to be a part of? Can you still show me that without wearing those colors? So are you living your creed? That's my thought process. 
Quan made me think of a question, and I don't want to take it away from the what's currently going on, but I really want to ask this question to y'all because it's something that's oh it it bothers me to my core. I really want to ask y'all if I can, Julie. I mean, go ahead. I, <laughs> I, I like to stick to topic. You right? good? You good? Quan Quan goes off topic. I stick to topic. <laughs> Well, Again, you're very you're, getting me in trouble. You're, you're, you're very you're very very absolutely right. He does he does do that. My question is, how do y'all feel about the people who have become too cool to represent the fraternity in which they pledged? And and how do y'all feel about it? like for instance? And I'm, I'm going to give an example. Like, you know, I, I, I've literally uh, pledged guys, and I'm not that old into the fraternity. I'm, you know, I'm still fairly young. I've pledged guys, and then I've seen them like a year or maybe two years later, you know, at a, at a, at a fraternity's function. You know, they don't have on no payroll. They kind of yeah. just kick me in the back. And then when I, when I talk to them, I'm like, bro, what's up? Yeah, oh, man, you know, I'm, I'm, nah, I ain't doing that. I ain't going to stroll. I ain't going to do all that. You know, that, that, that's, that's old. Like, how does that, how does that make y'all? Because it's prevalent, and it's in every fraternity and sorority. It's not just mine. I've seen it too many times. I've, I've seen every fraternity, uh, someone in every fraternity be like, nah, the, it, we too cool to rep. How do y'all feel about that? Um, well, I, I know... Well, let me let me let me say this, and I'll let y'all go because I'm trying to do everything else. But I know that when I've seen this situation, it's, it hasn't really just been because of they were just too cool. It was more or less because they did something else, and so now that something else takes precedent over the thing that they did previously. Basically, what I'm saying is, I know members of KK Psy who pledged other stuff, and then when it came down to KK side, like we all KK side would be around. It's like, nah, I'm good, you know, I'm good. But they got that other stuff on. But yeah. other than that, it's like, nah, I'm I'm cool, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? So I've seen that. So other than that, I don't, I've never seen anything else. As somebody who does not wear a whole lot of paraphernalia, um, I just try to live my principles. I don't know that I'm too cool. I just, I want to be, I want people to see me and be like, it's something different about her, yeah. you know, but you know, when I go to a sorority function, I'm, you know, I'm going to do what's required, but I'm not the person, I've never been the person that I'm going to have on nail you from head to toe. First of all, they taught us we had a two piece. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not even, nail, and it's not even a nail your standpoint. I, I, I'll let you, I, I, I apologize, I cut you off, but I, I'll uh, revisit what Julian said. Um, I don't know. I'm not too cool. Like I wear it if I have to, but I'm just not somebody that's gonna have on, you know, a whole lot of stuff. But I don't know if that makes me weird. But well, no, I even just, just even in the sense of where it's like, let's say you're you are you said the undergraduate advisor, right? How often do you do you um, you know, kick it with your with your uh, the younger members and actually do things with them, kick it with them, like I mean, hang not, out not, with them. No, like not a, not 
in the in the realm of like they, doing the stuff that y'all used to do back in in college, but just like let them know that you're still active, other than the business side. I don't know that I understand the question. Do you do you kick it with a mouse? Do you hang, do you hang out with your girls? That that's that's basically yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I, do you hang out with the young babies? That's what that's what he's asking. Larry's always complicated. Not really. Cause what I also don't want is for them to think we friends. That's a whole different I mean, because then the lines get blurred. Because so do you do you feel like well I'll follow up with this do you feel like after you finish your tenure as graduate advisor you may be more susceptible to hang with them in social events? Yes, mm. I don't have the same restrictions. I don't have the same obligations in situations now when I don't want them to be too comfortable because when it's time for me to correct something or to get this business handled, I don't want you to feel like well I ain't got to take her serious. No. Mm. so that's a different situation like our rule now is we don't hang out we don't really socialize with people I mean we do little stuff for them they graduate you know we get them things stuff like that you know but we tell them when you graduate we can hang out Mm. and we've done that like but while you in this undergrad and I mean the other person both of us both of us in different capacity the other advisor that came through my undergrad chapter, she works for the university. Mm, You know, that gets a little sticky. And I have another position at the university with the, with the Legion. So it's certain things that I'm just not going to jeopardize fooling with these kids. Understandable. Definitely. And and Julian, what you said um, in in regard to KK Psy, uh, that is very true. And, uh, I remember you coming down to PV. I think it was in like 2011 or 2012, and it was for our homecoming. And I remember you like we were stepping, and we kind of like chill back in the cut. And you was like, "Man, like first of all, y'all don't y'all don't y'all don't ever stop." <laughs> like you was like, "Y'all don't ever stop stepping." Like no, but I don't know if you have, if you even recall how many older guys were there it's not that so so that situation is a little different right so i don't even put those two two um two situations together in this particular conversation okay specifically because of the fact that i i knew of delta psi yeah but i hadn't had many experiences with Delta Psi until I got there for that super hump day. So uh, okay. experiencing you all, as a matter of fact, no, let me, let me rephrase that. My first experiences experience with Delta Psi was in 05 during the yeah. Honda, but that was a kind of outside experience because that for me was like, Oh, they trying to, they, they in here like, trying to take the party over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when, yeah. when the old four boys came in and they was hopping all night for me, I was like, okay, well that's, they just, you know, they just showing out, you know what I'm saying? But to see that it was a norm, I didn't know that. So that's, that for me was different because at, you know, in, in Norfolk, 
Yeah, we 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 hop. You know what I'm saying? We come through, we go through the party, but then we was on them cheeks. Like we wasn't we wasn't trying to spend all day hopping. You know, yeah. we we didn't already got the chicks that we that looking at us. So now we all right, come on over here. Let's let's get on this. You know what I'm saying? So to see y'all hopping the whole time, that was new for me. But that's when I also learned that that's what y'all do. That's that's Delta side all day. So yeah. you know, yeah, that, that I think that's I think those are two totally different things. I think what I, what, I, what I was alluding to the fact is that like it didn't matter what fraternity you know we pledged um, after we 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 did KKSI we always made it a way to to come back there and we always we still do that and then, facts you know, facts you know. but I think but once again I think that's what makes Prairie View different and that's what makes Delta Side different specifically um, Prairie View. Within itself, when it comes to Greek life, to me, and I've been a lot of different places and, and, and experienced a lot of different Greek life, Prairie View within itself to me is just a completely different campus as it relates to Greek life. I think a lot of it has to do with just the fact that it's in the middle of nowhere and there's nothing around, so all you have is is you. That's that's it. You know what I'm saying? So you 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 have the availability to continue to, to, to create those bonds and stick and stick with each other. And there's such a history and a rich history that goes on, not specifically with just the Greek life, but with the campus in general. So I think with all of those things, it makes Prairie View's Greek life so much different. Um, so I, I, I agree. There has not been one brother from Delta side that I have met that I did not one um, meet them as side. But then I in in a lot of chances in a lot of situations I didn't even know they were in a D nine organization until homecoming when I seen them in a shirt you know because when they come around side they're side one hundred percent you know and and that's what I've always uh, uh, um, appreciated about D side and that that's no slight to my chapter or anything like that it's just that's just what I that's what I have experienced in, in the two different situations so. I hope that answered your question. All right, um, brother Jafar, I think you, 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 you. I know it's getting late. I don't want to. I don't want to hold you unless you got a couple more minutes. Um, I can take a couple minutes. I'm enjoying this experience. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, I did have one more topic. I, I did also put the link in the chat and, and open it up, guys. If you guys want to come in and ask these brothers some questions, or ask us some questions, or just uh, anything that you want to talk about. Um, yo, I, I, for some reason I keep this dude, whoever this person is decides that they want to keep finding a way in here. Uh, and I've, uh, we have blocked them more than once. Um, but, uh, okay. Let me, uh, I'll deal with that in a second. But let's move on. Um, welcome, everybody, to Talk That Talk. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversation about band, HBCU band, coaching music, music education, and more. Man, y'all go ahead and smash that like, Daddy. Uh, let's get these likes up, man. If you're enjoying the content, go ahead and smash that like, Daddy. Also, please make sure you subscribe to the Passion Is Network and turn on notifications. This episode will be up on all your podcasts and networks. Just type in Talk That Talk, except for on Apple Podcasts, where you can type in Real Talk That Talk. Uh, I will deal with this in a second, but, uh, I do have one more question. My following question, the ending question, uh, is this, uh, as African-Americans and 
Greek lettered organizations, whether it be Tall Beta Sigma, KK Psi, Fami Alpha, Sigma Alpha Yoda, uh, and all the D9 organizations, do you think that we could be doing more, specifically what has been transpiring in the last couple of years for the black community? I wanted to ask that question just for your, your thought process. But I, th- I think we are. Um, but we just have to, I think we are. But I honestly, the only way we're going to get more change is honestly if we uh, change legislation uh, for the benefit of us. And I think, honestly, Greek life and Greek organizations have been doing that, I mean, since before the civil rights movement. We're talking about Niagara movement. So we've been doing those things for years. So at the end of the day, I think we just need to continue doing it. But can I be honest? I think social media uh, is playing a part in diminishing what Greek life is and what it can be. So we have to be mindful and cognizant of that. But in regards to doing the work, I think we're doing the work. And you and see you you always bring up those random things, man, that that I want to talk about. But anybody else before we get to that, I'll, I'll let the lady go first. God's been talking a lot, and then I'll go. Uh, Portia or Maya? Difference. Okay, well, while they're thinking and getting their thoughts together, I I, I believe that. I agree with Quan. What I would like to see uh, amongst the Greeks is uh, that we don't see a lot of. It's, it's, I would say there's a lot more respect now than there used to be, because uh, or maybe it used to be really, really disrespectful to Kappas and vice versa. We, we used to be a feud, and it's not as bad now. I mean, we still have rules and standards of what to do or what not to do, but yeah. Uh, the bond is there. What I would like to see, and don't shoot me off for saying this, but uh, I would like to see all of us to get on some kind of page and be consistent about it and include those people who are wearing the uh, gold and brown as well because mm-hmm. sometimes they get, uh, they get left out on purpose for maybe lack of respect or just ignorance. I would like to see that. But that's all. Uh, as far in the community, I'm reading the question. Thank you for keeping me on topic. In the community, I would like for um, not just the grad chapters, but the undergrad undergrad chapters to be seen in public working together. Yeah. There's, a, there's still kind of a split. I think that would help us all out. So my two cents. Absolutely. Um. I think we are doing the work. I can't speak for any other areas. Uh, well, I can because social media kind of gives you a window into what people are doing. I see a lot of great things happening from all of the orgs. Um, but I do feel like um, there's been a lot more negative stuff being publicized mm-hmm. here lately. Um And I just think that we need to be more cognizant. And this may be, this is more so on an undergraduate level about the things that we put out there um, and educate our undergrads about um, how things can impact the image of their chapter 
um, the image of the organization. But I do think the work is being put in. And I will say at Norfolk State, they're being better about um, they set up a program where they have to complete certain things and certain requirements to be considered active. And part of that requires that they work with um, another organization, an outside organization, to kind of bridge those gaps and build mutual respect in the process of um, developing programs and stuff like that. So, you know, there are some things being put in place, at least here, to contribute to more unity, more mutual respect, and um, camaraderie amongst the D9. Absolutely. I, I, I don't disagree with what you or uh, Jafar said. Um, specifically, you know, coming up in high school, now this is, I'm, I'm going back a little bit. Coming up in high school, I, there were two organizations that I saw fight all the time. <laughs> two two organizations are right here on the screen right now I already know what you're talking without about. without a shadow of a doubt um you know and, and and what i've learned you know my best friend um is an omega um you know and i don't remember too much outward beef on norfolk state's campus when i when i was on the campus now were there beefs absolutely but those are more personal issues than just like fraternity versus fraternity. Um, but what I will say is as I've grown, as, as I've grown older, some of the things that we used to carry as younger folks in the organization um, were so silly. Mm. And it was almost cl- closely and, 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 and some people have also have said this before, it was almost closely related to gang culture. And I think that one of the things that I have seen is there have been a lot, a little bit more camaraderie now with the younger generation than it was back when I was younger, because it didn't take nothing for to be at one of the capital parties. And one Q may just walk in. He may, he may really want to be there, but one Q walk in and it's tight. They don't want him there. You know what I'm saying? It it could have been, it could have been anything. Um, so I, I, I do appreciate it and, and, and enjoy seeing the camaraderie amongst the younger, um, Greeks now than what I've seen before. Um, so yeah, I, I think that that is, is super, super dope. Um, but I will say this, um, and, and, and Quan kind of brought this up a little bit has the social media kids allowed too much to be given to the masses. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's not as sacred as it used to be. It's way too much on the internet. Like (laughs) certain things you just, like I said before, you had to be there and now you don't have to be there. It's, it's too free. Um, and I don't quite understand it. Like what made you post that or, why did you feel the need to say this or do that on social media? Um, yeah, it's a little bit too free. Yeah. I see some stuff now. I'm messaging them like, hey, take that down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> take that down. The process came became more important than the work on social Absolutely. media. You know, yep. they, they don't they don't they don't care about posting the work, but they will they will post their process. 
and everything about it. Which is you weird. Know? Yeah, for clout, you know, and, and it's the craziest thing. It's like, I'm not going to lie, when I when I first uh, was initiated to KKSI, I, I was like a little bit embarrassed to tell people what I went through. Like, I don't, people laugh at me if they do the, the level of, <laughs> you know, what I allow, and I wouldn't tell people. And now it's like, is I see it online, like people like. Well, that was a thing. Like your process was your process. They yeah. had to be there. Yeah. You know, you're not discussing it. You know yeah, those yeah. things. And now it's it's a. I'm gonna let you know what I went through, yeah. so you can validate me. And it's like that ain't how we used to check. You know, to make sure people was good. No, that info inside is what we use. You know, it was inside jokes. Uh, you know, yep. brother from. That actually saw you, you know, go through. Y'all didn't, y'all didn't disclose that, you know, online. It, it would be maybe one word, and you'll know exactly what you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, again, discretion. It goes all back to that. But it's just, I see now, like a lot of guys really glor- glorify their process rather than who they actually are in the fraternity. And that's why I was saying, there's so much craziness put out there that you kind of cringe. Like, every time I get on, I'm like, ooh, like, <laughs> what am I going to see today? And I just really, you know, wish they, you know, cherish certain things a little bit more mm-hmm. um, than they do. And it's not all of them, but, you know, like anything, you know, you kind of get lumped in with the masses because it's happening in such a large number. Um, and it's nine times out of ten somebody who is newer in the org. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. to ask this question, Larry, and I and I haven't and and, and to put this out here, I have a, my older cousin who's uh, who's a noob, and then his son is a noob, and then my LB is a noob. Um, but I've never had the chance to ask him ask them this question. And I'm going to ask you this question, Larry. Um, what is it like to go through Instagram and see so many people shimmying? Wow, <laughs> it's the ghetto. You wouldn't even ask me, but that's the ghetto. I mean, it's part come of, on, come on. I want to know the answer. It's, to part this. Of, it's part of people's dance routines now. Uh, so, so, sometimes, so sometimes it's like, sometimes it's, it's, it's insulting and it's like, okay, let me first say this. Uh, the chapter that I am a part of in Prayer View's chapter of Kappa Alpha Psi Zeta Beta, we don't shimmy. Yeah, at all. We, we are, I know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, they, no they probably chapter. don't know that. So, okay. so, one, I don't, the, on the one end, I don't care because I don't shimmy. I've never shimmy. But being that it is a part of Kappa Alpha Psi and a part of the culture and, and the fraternity, uh, on, one, on one end, it's like, like, at some points you gotta be like a little bit flattered, but then at some point it's like, man, y'all really like culture vultures, you know, y'all really are, are taking this from this again, this this black fraternity, but y'all not giving us nothing nothing for it. You know, it's it's funny, like I, I even make jokes about it, you know, seeing like Bootsy, you know, wearing a shirt and then like doing the stuff that he does, like, oh man, that's real flattering, it's real funny. But then uh, the people who like really monetize on it, uh, it's kind of like insulting. And you know, what, what can you do? <laughs> what can you do? It's put out there, so it's not like you know we can just claim it as ours. It's it's put out there. But and I, even, 
Oh, go ahead. My bad. I I, I wanted to let you finish yeah. your thought. Yeah, it just it's you know, it's 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 flattering. You know, you being being one of like I, I say us and Omega is probably a, a, some of the most mimicked fraternities out right now. They, they either they get it confused. They either think we're them or they're us. And I mean, what you do? You just educate them and say, "Nah, I don't really do that. Definitely don't do it in my presence. Don't." You know, just chill. And then if they're online, just like I don't even entertain it. You know, I I I I think that to me, and I, anytime I see it, I always think to me, you know, this this to me goes back to we just put too much stuff online. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, the discretionary aspect of the things that we do um, used to really just kind of be kept into the spaces and the, in the, and the areas and in, in the confines of which we would do it. Right. Like if there was a Greek party, that's where that would happen at. If there was a step show, that's, that's where that would happen yeah. at. But now, yeah. you know, we're in the time now where people will be at the club or, or on a random vacation and they hear their favorite song and they doing it. But then you have the masses sitting around and then somebody got to record it and then put it on the Instagram feed or the TikTok joint. And now everybody's looking at, it. Oh, that looks sweet. Let me do it. And then, you know, it gets passed around like that, but go ahead. Think about it like this. The Omega, that Omega chant became a song. And I heard this song overseas. I heard that chant overseas in the song and, and people of a different nationality, culture, race, everything was saying this chant. And I just recorded it. And I recorded it like laughing. And I sent it to one of my you know, homeboys who's in the main. I'm like, wow, y'all, y'all are really like nationwide with this because it, it, it got famous from TikTok. And it was made by an Omega who just wanted to reach out to his brothers and say, hey, this is how the this is how these chants goes, you know, in case y'all don't know. And made a CD that CD got out, and boom, it, billion billion views, and everybody is making their own rendition of it. Like it's out now. It's the, the world has it. <laughs> it's no longer yours. So, in that regard, final question. Uh, oh, were you gonna say something, Jafar? Okay. No, I'm sorry. No, you good. You good. Um, so in that regard, final question, has social media made Greek life better or worse? Mm. Worse. <laughs> Period. <laughs> worse. Diggle. I'm going to go with worse. Yeah. I think we've lost more than we've gained. I'm trying to figure out how could it have made it better other than like <laughs> other other than like a monetary gain, I, I I can't see like I can't see how because I'm I know certain uh, chapters monetize uh, from social media, and that's the only way I can see it benefiting. But other than that, nah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and say worse. <laughs> the only thing I can come up with is I have seen some really really dope things like like it exposed me to new stuff. Like when we had a chapter in Dubai, um, we were the first to do that. And they presented them, you know, after the ceremony and everything. And they had on all of the head wraps and this gorgeous warrior blue and they standing in the desert and they introducing them. I was like, wow. Yeah. Super dope. 
super dope. Super dope. But that's the highlight. Like it has exposed me to parts of my organization that I probably wouldn't have gotten the same way, um, not as fast. But that's all I got. That's the single thing that I got. Yeah, that's it. But to me, it's cost us way more than it's given us. Yeah. Like some of this stuff that I see on social media, I just cringe. Like cringe. That word. Who is allowing this? Who? What are we doing? How do we end up here? Every negative thing that has ever happened in any D not org in KK's any CIO any anything it, it's just put on social media display and I don't I don't want to go down this rabbit hole but these denouncing announcements and whole lives and videos it gets on my nerves I want you to go sit down and shut up please just put your stuff in a box and be quiet I, I don't it's amen it is way, way, and I'm, they come in one after the other. I just need to say I publicly came out, so I need to publicly denounce. I'm sorry. I am a Christian. I believe in Jesus, and I don't worship these letters over no, over no God. To me, whatever you got going on in your life is personal to you, sister. But all the obligations, if we're just going to be honest, goes back to and says in Jesus name. And okay. if a person, and if a person didn't learn Psalms 133, come on. Then there we go. They really lie. You can't what expect What I'm telling it. you is is your okay. personal battles, is your personal battle sis. If you decided to start putting your organization above Jesus, that's personal. But Zeta has not told me to forsake. It has told, it points me back to the word. So I don't know what org you in. But I don't feel like you need to do all of that. My brother, he held my, he left, but he, he, he hair. Come on the head. Yeah, I, I, he hair. Um, if there's no way you can initiate members in the masses of the digits in which they are, initi- in which are being initiated without giving up are sacrificing the sacredness of that organization. I'm not going to speak on any organization because, again, that's not my place. But think, I mean, I I literally had someone uh, initiate into an organization and I knew them personally, knew them personally, like can give them a call and say, hey, congratulations. Man, that's amazing. However, on that same day, that person had, five other people that I also knew personally that initiated into the same organization, same chapter. Same and they ain't know each other. Not one. Not one. Call, call all five of them. It's a, hey, congratulations. You know, such and such. Nope. Hey, oh yeah. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Like, it, I, I don't be, let me keep it a book. Yeah, we can't, we it can't. was nine of us. Yeah, and I wanted to go, go crazy. Nine females, ooh, child, eight other people. It it just still God, baby. When we was done, I was so happy. Let me tell you something, happy. So I could not imagine doing it with twenty other people, forty other people, fifty other people. I'm sorry. As much as I had to learn about them, as much time as we spent together. First of all, what warehouse were we meeting at? Second of all, (laughs) it it was just warehouse. 
We play it. So I mean, when, when you take your six, 110 people or 50 people or whatever, where, where is you taking these people to? I don't know. I heard they did them in quarters or halves or something like that. I don't know how that works, but whatever. Then it ain't a line. It's segments or something. I want to answer your question, then I got to go, because my son almost burned down the damn house while we was on this. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. That happens. So, uh, I want to answer your question about social media. So, for me, my take on the social media is this. Me personally, I know two grown men, one who happens to be a square on the side of the mainstream that I made. I, I remember him writing that gold. Uh, used data and information that was posted on social media, got information that they felt like they needed to perpetrate my fraternity. They, there was nothing that they didn't get off of social media. Not the internet, but social media formatted, photoshopped all that, started posting it on their page. So for me, that perp stuff, at least in my organization, social media has has fueled them and gave them all that they needed to do. And then the internet tied with social media almost got these men killed. So <laughs> um, that's my take on social media. I... I I believe it's worse. I like seeing the new different things, as my my uh, fellow Greek dude Zeta said. I, I, I like that, but when they start acting like they went through what I went through, didn't pay a dime other than what they use for the software to change their pages up. Mm. Yeah, I got a problem with it. Shots fired! Shots fired! Yeah. Well, I, I for me personally, I think that that was the best way. To go ahead and end that, um, because okay. yeah, because <laughs> I know we could we could go we could go down this rabbit hole for a long time, uh, and I know we got to get out of here. We we almost at the three hour mark, man, and and yeah, I I try to hey, man, it was I try a great to conversation. Keep it. Absolutely, uh, we, absolutely. Oh, can I come back? When can I come back? Man, you can come back whenever you want to. You just all, right. all you got to do is hit me up, hit Kwan up, one of us, and let us all know, right. man. And, and you are you are more than welcome, man. But uh, matter of fact, I'm about to just go ahead and close it out. So if you just want to stick around and don't take that long to close out, uh, man, this has been a super dope episode. I appreciate everybody coming through, uh, Mister Ware. He had to to I don't know what happened to him. He he, he may have had to go. He had, may have lost signal. Uh, he said he had a uh, conclave call. Gotcha, gotcha. Going to work. Uh, we, Doing that work. They, absolutely. Uh, Miss Jackson, she had to go, ooh. Uh, so she had to step out, but she was in here for a, a small little minute. But I definitely appreciate her uh, coming through. Uh, I will definitely like to get her back uh, at some other point. Um, but I will tell you this. Uh, as we were on the show, I didn't get a chance to – to answer the phone because we were right in the middle of the show, but Dr. Sanford called me. So I'm going to call him back. Uh, I definitely want to bring him on um, very, very soon to talk about his new book. If, if you all don't know, Dr. Sanford has a new book about his memoirs. Um, so uh, I definitely want to bring him back on. Um, Justin just came into, into the goddamn on room. Justin, we had to put the thing out a long time ago. You lucky. You're lucky. You went to California. Boy, if you ain't go to California, I wasn't going to let you in this time. But, boy, I tell you, uh, Jafar, I got to let Justin in. I know you got to go, brother. Man, I appreciate you. And we can, you can definitely come back whenever you want, brother. All right. Thank All right, you. man. Have a blessed one. Good night. Bye. All right, hey, man. Why y'all let somebody in corn? Personally.
wait, not Con, uh, not Con, uh, Julian. Who is Simon? Hold on, I hear Who is Simon? I wouldn't listen. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. That must be that must I'm be some. I'm gonna tell this story, but go ahead, Mike. Um, Larry, ask your question because I was well, tell well, y'all well, well, before he uh, says that, uh, I just want to say, Justin, I wasn't gonna let you in at first because I was sending yeah, I was, the screen was, was off, and time. I was like, "Who is Simon? I ain't met this person in. I can't see what it is." All right, my bad. Go ahead, Larry. My bad. No, no, no. I'm, I'm telling Quan. Hey, Quan. Uh, personally, I'm looking at this. Just uh, chat stuff. Hit me up after this. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Got you. Oh, yeah, Thank yeah. Man, all right. All right, we're we good. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Justin. Man, I've been backstage for a long time, man. I should have I should have changed my name, man. But uh, I didn't want to say, y'all, y'all were speaking a lot of stuff. One, one thing I just want to touch on. Justin, pause. We've got to tell them who Simon is. Tell them who Simon is, man. <laughs> Oh, we at Universe, we no Disney, and they had all these rules. We had to have like this whole little debrief about what you could and couldn't do with Disney and all this other stuff. So we walking back after the parade, and the lady goes, "Simon, where's Simon? I thought I lost you." Justin is talking to me and goes, "I'm right here." I say. Who the hell is Simon? He's telling me something. I wasn't about to tell her my real name. I don't know what I was going to do up in here. <laughs> so the lady was calling him Simon the whole day. Listen, bro, she gave me just weird vibes. Like, why we got to take a picture with you in this 30 million of us here? Like, what, what, what we look like? You know what I'm saying? So she, everybody giving her a name. I'm like, Hey Simon, and I got Simon from we had Disney. They had the Elvin and the Chipmunk thing right there. So I was just trying to find a good name. <laughs> you gave him Simon's name. Oh my god! Listen, let me tell you something. I was so confused. I said, "Who the hell is Simon?" He told I'm right here. I said, "I know you lying. I know you lying." Oh no! You ain't about to get my real name. Oh, that's, man. that's Simon, guys. That's who Simon is. Oh Jesus, man. <laughs> Just Simon, go ahead, man. Go ahead, Lee. Right, it was uh the, the whole trip. It was amazing, man. I learned a lot. You know what I'm saying? It was it was it was good kicking it with the, the Legion for the weekend. You know what I'm saying? Questions funny as hell, funny as hell. See what it is. Seaver, he funny too. It was just like oh see oh yeah you yeah Seaver you know Seaver a section leader. I don't uh, yeah, yeah so yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, y'all history got brought up a lot. You know what I'm saying? Y'all some legends in the organization. I'm, I'm already known, but. Just being with them, it, it, it was funny kicking with y'all the whole time. Mr. B, but they're funny. Uh, what's her name? Miss um, Sanders. Miss Sanders is cool as hell. She's been uh, happy New Year many times on that damn prayer rock. But um, uh, just the whole weekend was positive. Uh, I really, the kids did amazing. Portia didn't even describe it enough. Like the energy they gave on that damn field show. I'm like, God damn, this, well, I don't know. This ain't a competition, but they 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 kicking butt on this damn field. So, Getting the love from the whole Legion family, y'all should be extra proud of them. Alumni really came out and supported. There were so many of them down at them parade ride. I'm like, damn, like this really they really showed out for the culture. And when y'all say other HBCUs, even my people from Southern were like, damn, them boys sound good. And that's just my whole thing. Like talking to everybody, like, we just need to see y'all more. You know what I'm saying? The world see the Legion right here. So we see y'all more like you know, down south. Who knows what the possibilities are? Like, I was even talking to one of the damn administrators, they set me up. What his name is, drum instructor? Um, 
boy name is. Him. Mike can do. He set me up. Sean. Yeah, Sean, Sean. set me up. This lady saying, hi, Smash Time. You got some great videos. I'm talking to this lady, all regular, degular. She like a, a provost of the school or something like that. I'm like, oh, I'm yeah, saying that was Yeah, man. But uh, back to the conversation about the Greek thing. One thing I just want to touch on. Um, I ain't know nothing about Greece going into college. Like I knew, I just knew like the other pretty boys got to do who hop all them. So I ain't know nothing about I was green, just a hood dude from New Orleans. But one thing I gotta say, some of the problems that that like Greeks have be bought along from Greeks. You know what I'm saying? So like to somebody who don't know nothing about something, yeah, like some bad trick. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking they do this because I see that one do that. You know what I'm saying? And he may be the coolest one, but he ain't doing no actually work in the organization. So I'm I'm deciding on what what organization I want to be in because I think he cool and that's what he's doing and I think that's what all of them do. So some Greeks give each other a bad rep. Another thing I want to say is sometimes at different schools, different schools go through different stuff. Like I know at Southern everybody plays. Right? I don't, I just, just everybody plays everything at Southern. But you go to a PWI another school and see, damn, like this all y'all got to do to be a part of what y'all trying to be a part of. So it kind of it kind of makes a shift like that. So like they do this. But they only got to do that. So some people will, like, change and go to another school to get it the easy way. So there's different things coming from somebody who died in Divine Nine that that seen a lot in college that I can see why a lot of the problems happen and a lot of stuff that y'all are concerned about. You know what I'm saying? I see where the problems start. It's just a miss, a misdirection and a miss, a miss, I don't know, a misunderstanding of how some traits can be passed on. But that's all I want to say about some of the yeah, you're not wrong. I, I mean, there's not really much that we can say other than you're not wrong. Um, you know, yeah, you're not wrong. Um, but let me get back to the Simon thing because <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. No, I, I honestly, um, just to kind of go back and, and, and just kind of get back to the, the Rose Bowl very quickly. Um, and then I'll jump back into the Greek stuff. Um, I, I will say again, uh, and I know I told my wife this, um, and I think I had a quick conversation with Quan about it too. You know, I really appreciate you being there. Um, you know, I appreciate the fact that you were able to get the Legion in a way that many people have not been or are not been privy to see uh, on that kind of a platform um, for so long, right? It, it wasn't just a one day situation. It was a, it was a couple of days and you were able to film them, uh, in that, in that particular manner and not just specifically you, but other, other people as well. But, you know, I know that, that we speak to you a lot more often than we speak to everyone else. Um, but as a Legion member, um, as an alumni, um, I will tell you that it is truly appreciative, um, for what you did this past weekend and, and just for the work that you do, um, you know, I, I'm back on social media. Let me, let me put that out there. Uh, it's January I'm back, but I'm not back back. I have enjoyed my time not being on social media. So I, I peeked in, I, I peeked my head in and I peeked my head right back on out. But in that process, I've been able to see some of the stuff that you were also able to put up at Midwest. Um, and, and, and I just want to continue to say respect to you, brother. Um, you know, I, I really, truly consider you a part of this this family, this passion is family, not just talk that talk, but the passion is family. Uh, because 
uh, at any point at any time when we have challenged you on something or we have brought something to the table for you, you have made it a point to step out there and, and go do it and bring light to a lot of situations that in most cases, most people won't do. Um, and so I, I definitely thank you for that. I appreciate you being a part of the Legion for a little while uh, and yeah, learning. I wish I could have got a poncho. Uh, I was scared of what one. <laughs> listen, I don't, I don't have a poncho, so hey, you know. But but uh, no. I, I want to say, uh, my um, my footage from this damn parade, y'all. I ain't gonna lie, hey, the shit y'all seen that was cool. But see the parade footage, I think this might be like my top, my top work. I might drop it tomorrow or the day after. But this shit is fire, fire. The, the mountains in the back, oh man, I said damn. I mean, this, you know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna post that tomorrow. Everybody be blowing my DM up about where the, where the video videos at. I got more to come, like from the parade. It's like a, it's really a damn that whole movie. I'm probably putting together. Practice footage and oh, oh, the practice footage alone. That's gonna be endless. Y'all gonna have something to watch, but y'all really should be proud of them kids. Like we was talking Porsche alumni. Listen, bro, those kids did a hell of a job. You know what I'm saying? Now I started to send them damn dollars in. You know what I'm saying? Because they could do a lot more. And like I told Mr. Mathea, I'm looking forward to seeing them against Tennessee State next year because two reasons. One, Tennessee State don't play Jackson no more. So no more set of heritage classes. The only person on this schedule that's HBCU is y'all. And I would love to see it. So the job they did this past weekend, administration passed them funds so they can go down to the Tennessee State. I'm just, I'm just putting out there. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. But see, it's things in situations like not specifically just the Rose Bowl, but people like you who who make those things possible uh, when when people are able to see them on a grander scale, uh, because there are a lot of people who may not have seen the Rose Bowl, who can care less about the Rose Bowl, but they watch you. Um, mm-hmm. And so they're able to see that. So once again, man, hats off to you, brother. Um, you, once again, you were able to, to learn the ways of the Legion a little bit. You know, you ain't go through a camp, but you got you you got a little bit of it. I hope that you got to see the the, the way that uh, we approach performance versus out of performance. Uh, we yeah, are we are normal. Checks. We are the, normal. The, the, but once that uniform checks. come on, that was the that was the biggest thing. Uh, uniform check. I'm like, wait, hold on. So we got uniform checks. Y'all lined up like this, guys. I said, God, I wanted to go live, bro, but I don't know the way to live. I'm like, y'all need to see something that they're going on. With Absolutely. And, and look, you think it, you think it's bad. With now, imagine back in my day when we had to put them faux chains on and we had to make sure them joints are strapped. I'm telling you, hey, we had this conversation before. It's a, it's a completely different animal yeah. when you talking Justin about the Legion. got some real behind the scenes mm. in the mud but exposure. That's the beauty. That's the beautiful side of social media. <laughs> so now he can, because he can expose But that. But band is different, though. It ain't like Greek life. Though. Band is different. You can't get the behind the scenes of the Greek life. I'm telling you right now. I don't want it. You don't want it, none of that. I'm telling you. But no, man, I, I, once again, man, I appreciate you, brother. Um, there were some things that I was thinking about um, after watching some of your videos that you put up with the Legion, and I'm, and I'm definitely going to get with you on that um, probably within the next week. Um, so just just look for me to reach out to you. But I do have a question for you. This is off topic from Legion and Greek stuff. Are you going to Atlanta? Yeah, yeah, all three times. Did you did you get the uh, field pass, Daddy? Yet? Uh, not for the one that y'all going to. They they made me fill it out, but for the one next week, yeah. But if not, I'm, I'm being a it's, it's, 
I'm being in some kind of way. It's not a yeah, I'm trying to get that. I'm trying to get that field pass, Daddy. So if you if you get that field pass joint for uh, the joint in February, man, get with me. Get get me get get me, a, get me right. He's a staff member. He's a staff member, right? That's here. what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, I'm getting some kind. Of, I'm gonna see by the by the media pass. If I don't need one, I just pass you everything I get. Right, but we'll, we'll see before I, Porsche. Why are you looking like that? I mean, she got me. I think I'm. I'm, I'm in the building. Thank you. But <laughs> there's a lot. No, because because her. Julie, you coming? Julie, because I don't want to tell you. Be you like, coming, I'm Julie? coming, and then it'll be like, nah. All right, so let me let me just put it to you like this. We we are. If if you can see my screen, I got all. I got the flight joint up here. I got the hotel daddy up here. I got the car daddy up here. So we 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 working it out. We working it out. Working it out. There we go. That's you gotta come, man. Bro, that's, that's Atlanta, bro. Get your ticket now. It's gonna be cheap. It's gonna be like two twenty round trip. Uh, if y'all don't mind me asking, what's, if, what's going on in Atlanta? If I if if Quan go, I'm going. Quan, <laughs> it's about uh, Larry. It's a battle of the bands. Um, is it, happening. It's not Honda, right? It's a culture, right? The HBC culture. Yeah. That's, that's on my Founders Day. No, um. This is the first weekend of February. Yeah. It's us, Bethune, Alabama State, Alabama State, Tennessee State, A and T, and South Carolina State. Yeah, now that, that's that's TMEA for, TMEA weekend for us. The eighth. I thought it's the, it's no, the it's the fourth. It's the, no, this it's the, the fourth. fourth. It's the fourth. Yeah. It's the weekend before. <laughs> uh, we're going I said, I, go, uh, I got I got twenty three performances this semester. We're going Quan? Listen. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. We not. Damn. Yeah, we are. I'm gonna talk Quan to you. Not. I'm gonna talk to you. See, I gotta see now I gotta on, do man, I gotta you know, I gotta do I, you. I gotta do you like y'all be doing me. I got we're we gonna talk. We're gonna do a straight round trip. We're gonna talk. Right. Yeah. All right, that's a yeah, We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk. Okay. That's a uh, we'll see. I uh, but yeah, so yeah, I, I just wanted to make sure I got got that out. Uh, but yeah, man, Larry, you come down, man. Use your cop credentials. You got it. Nah, All you got to do is flash the badge, right? Ain't that ain't that how it works? <laughs> right. That, that, that's called abuse of, of power, and we don't do that, uh, Julian. Uh, uh, I want to say that online <laughs> and on the national spectrum that you have. I don't. I don't do that. I don't abuse my power like that. Okay. All right. I got you. Uh, but no, man, Justin, uh, Simon, uh, whatever you said, um, <laughs> I, I appreciate you, brother. Once again, um, yeah, it, it's, 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 as far as the Greek life thing, yes. Um, and I think um, uh, Crystal said it. Um, Greeks can be very off-putting to students who just don't know anything. And you're mm-hmm. absolutely, she was absolutely, absolutely right on that. Informational and not interest meeting because maybe I'm not interested. Maybe I'm just trying to get info. I can tell you right now, um, back in my day when you had the interest meeting, and I mean it may still be happening. I mean, guys was already on the the the, the interest meeting was just to see if there's any other scragglers we can pick up. Preliminary, <laughs> yeah. You see the people with the high GPAs. It's still like that. Yeah. You see the people with the high GPAs. Yeah, absolutely. So. But yeah, brother. So I, I appreciate you. Like I said, I'll be getting with you within a week, man. I got to get some things ironed out for this week with some other stuff. But then after that, brother, I'll be getting with you. All right. All right, bet that Quan, send me that information for uh, TMA too. Remember you sent it to me. Gotcha, bro. All, All right. right, appreciate you, bro. 
All right, man. It is. This has been great, man. Uh, now I can officially shut down. I didn't already did most of the most of the leg work on that stuff. So let's go ahead and get ready to get out of here, man. Uh, Quan. Well, no, let's start with Larry, man. I appreciate you hanging out with us, uh, coming through here and providing your in, insight and your, and your okay, thought process. Hey. Now we can. Y'all couldn't hear me. No. For a second, you was a little frozen. Oh man. A Wi-Fi going down. I'm running like 20 things on my goddamn on internet. Anyway, but no, man. Uh, I'm gonna start with Larry. I don't know if y'all heard any of that, but I'll do. I'll say it again. I'll start with Larry. Uh, so I appreciate you coming down and kicking it with us, hanging with us, man, and and, and giving your insight on all these things, man. Uh, not necessarily capital, but all the other stuff that you were able to uh, give out and all the other information. Listen, man. I'm gonna mess with him forever. I'm gonna mess with him forever. I'm gonna be old and gray. And he's well, he probably ain't gonna let his grades grow in. But you know, whenever yeah, that happens, got a couple. <laughs> you got a couple, but I don't I don't see you letting all the gray in. But I'm gonna still mess with him forever, man. As a matter of fact, I, I, I used to call him Chris Brown back in the day, because uh, I used to think he used to look like Chris Brown a long time. He ain't had no facial hair and all that kind. Of, that was that was different. That was that was a younger time. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See, thank you, Quans. Like, like Porsche over here. Like, no, no, listen. If you would have seen him when he was younger, he was a completely different looking dude. Uh, I didn't say anything. No, I saw you look up. Like, mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> Larry, man, Get any fun? Oh no, yeah. That, that was a don't man. do that no more, Quan. That was terrible. Boom. Now, I, I had to sing, boom, man. I, boom, I, was, I was, you know. Trying to get in the band, trying to get in my respective section. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was my crab name, and, you know, the skits was singing. You, singing had, it. you had to dance, too? That was, uh, huh? You had to dance, too? Yeah, yeah, I had to do the works, man. That was, that was, that was uh, Chris Brown's first CD. Yeah, first, absolutely. Yeah. What do you, what do you play? Or what well, you I, play? I, I play snare drum. I'm, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to about it. So, so when I was, I didn't, okay, let me see. I, I always got to go in these random stories when people I know come on. <laughs> so once again, I've known this guy since he was in elementary school playing snare drum. Um, he came up to Willow Ridge and I even remember watching videos of him cause I was well into college when it happened, but I remember going back and watching PV videos and seeing him with the ball head. And I was like, man, look at this little dude, man. I, this is a band that grew up. Right. So when I came back as as a as a, a staff member at PV, Larry's like a legend. I'm like, this dude, like this little dude, I remember. So, but but no, he he's a snare drum player. Uh, he's a percussionist, man, and and he's he, and he's regarded as one of the coldest that ever come through the section, man. And and he gets a lot of respect when he walks through the door. Um, hey, I'm just hey, you can say that, Larry. But when I was there. When I was there and I sat back and, and watched when you walked into it, hey man, that, that boy Larry Cole, that boy Larry Cole. And I, and I ain't never, none of them saw you play. You know what I'm saying? Now, during your time, they may not all feel that, but these young dudes, or at least the young dudes that was there when I was there, they, the they regarded you as that. So, <laughs> no, I appreciate it. Uh, it was, you know, what, what was crazy is I remember you coming back uh, to Willow Ridge. I think I was like a junior. And you was like, listen, I, I know you real big in this PV box stuff, but you gotta check out. Uh, you call them. You call. You gotta ch- check out the Funk Squad. And I'm like, what? I probably who? did say that. I probably. He was did like say the that. Million Dollar Funk Squad. I was like, who is that? He was like, it's the 
drum section in Norfolk, bro, you gotta check them out. They're real good. I was like, nah, they're not better than the box. Nobody was better than the box in my high school eyes. And I watched the video of them. And I was like, dang, these these dudes are these dudes are really good. Her world and the Honda. Huh? No, no, and this is this way before. This way before this is when I was in high school. Right? They was like, I, I'm talking, I'm watching hours of videos, and I'm like, damn, they are cold. The only thing that for me was like, nope, is they wore gloves. <laughs> they, they play with gloves. They play with the gloves. Hey. Like, they play with gloves. I was like, nah. Uh-uh. Hey. It was one of those things that you know how you like, how you privy to one thing, and then you see something else, and you're like, oh, it's different. Shit, that's dope. But it was like, I, man, listen, well, that, I that mean, box stuff. In, in all you, fairness, once you win, you. In all fairness, that was the same way I felt about going to the Legion because when I got there, when I when I got there for the campus, it was like a campus tour before I actually got into the school. And, and I couldn't get past the helmets. The helmets, I just couldn't, I, I wasn't digging it. I, I, I showed up and at the time, you know, I don't know if they still do this, Portia, but we would have like stuff in Wilder. Um <laughs> you know, for the Legion as far as like recruiting and stuff like that. And when I got there, they had the two, they had the uniform hanging up when the helmet in the center. And I was like, man, that uniform tough, but that ugly ass helmet, man, I can't put that on, man. And, and I wore it, you know what I'm saying? It, it was hard for me to get through. Cause you know, I wanted to come through rocking, rocking my shaker with the plume dad, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, so no, I, I feel, I feel you, I feel you, I feel exactly what you're saying. But, uh, but no, man, we, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I think I really thank y'all for having me. A lot of times, I uh, I do not regard myself in a way that I feel like people want to listen. So I appreciate y'all just inviting me to this platform and uh, allowing me to speak with y'all, man. Uh, I respect every single person on this platform. I've you know viewed and looked at uh, different shows, and you know, Quan being my line brother, you being my big brother, uh, Portia being like <laughs> the real voice and really letting it be known and Maya being like Loki, like the superstar, uh, just with everybody knowing who she is and, and see how she does it. That's, that's how I am. So, um, now I really appreciate y'all. Uh, shout out to the, to the nukes, man, and Kappa Alpha Psi Psi Founders Day tomorrow. So it's a national holiday. Everybody gets to have fun. Y'all can even nope. come out, you know, it's, it's, it's a weekend. It's a weekend event. We nope. start off the January festival for all the other fraternities and sororities. So we do it. You know, we do it first. We do it the best, and you know, it's a real, it's a real celebration. Y'all have fun with it. You know, tag a noob, PayPal a noob, tell them Happy Founders Day, Happy J Five. You know, I, I was even, really even you, That's about it. I was really trying to. <laughs> trying to get through this without any, any any more hate but uh no larry for real um i know you got your business man um you know go ahead and, and talk about your business and be able to let people know where they can find you and all that kind of stuff too oh definitely definitely so uh my profession um my career is i'm in law enforcement i've been a police officer for 12 years and throughout that i've gained some uh talents and some skills that have allowed me to open up a business where i train people on how to safely and proficiently operate firearms, uh, whether it's pistols or uh, rifles. So if you need any type of firearms training, I, I know y'all see what's going on in the world today, and it's not becoming any safer. 
it's becoming more dangerous. So you have to, you know, learn how to protect yourself. And my business focuses on how to protect yourself by safely and proficiently handling a, a pistol or a firearm. So yeah, if you need that, my business name is Basic Good Firearms. You can locate me on www.basicgoodfirearms.com. I'm on Instagram, Basic Good Firearms. And uh, I even started a TikTok, but they tried to ban me, so I don't put any type of business stuff on the TikTok. Uh, but yeah, that's how you find me, man. And uh, if you're in the Houston area, I travel um, anywhere in the state of Texas, anywhere in the state of Texas. So get at me if y'all need that. It is. Um, you already know. I think. I think Camille and I already told you we, we got to get you down here in, in Dallas. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, Maya. Any final thoughts? Anything you got for the culture? No, not really. I mean, just happy to be here per usual. It's always cool to be able to sit back and get a new perspective and gain knowledge. Um, so when there is power in the room, I like to, you know, soak all of that up. So definitely a good conversation to be a part of or witness rather. Awesome. Awesome. And then you're going to sleep good tonight because it's cold. Uh, My teeth hurt so bad. You need to go to the dentist. No, I got um um Braces? What do you call those things. Nope. Invisalign. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I thought I saw something different in in your in your gum region. Um, yeah, so they they've been really kicking my tail. Okay. All right. When you change them out, yeah. All right. Portia, any final thoughts? Anything you got for the culture? To all my recent Greeks, new Greeks, aspiring Greeks. Um, It's not that we don't want you. The organizations definitely need you to keep going. Um, Our old bodies can't keep doing it forever. But just think before you act and make sure that the things that you're doing are projecting your organization in the best light possible. It's not that we don't want to need you. I don't want it to seem that way. All right. Uh, Quan, any, any final thoughts, anything you got for the culture? Uh, nah, bro. Happy new year. Great show. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, miss y'all. I get excited every time, every week, you know, we get to reunite. You dig? Uh, let's finish the, uh, year off strong, uh, for my educators. And don't forget to celebrate MLK day. Oh, shoot. There we go. Absolutely. How do I mute myself and unmute myself? All right. Anyway, absolutely. Um, you haven't started school yet, right? Uh, we start Monday with kids. Okay. So you, you, you just in there. Yeah. But we had band practice today. So there you go. There you go. All right. Um, and then man, I, you know, I don't have much other than the fact that, you know, your Greek, your Greek experience is what you make it, you know, Get your knowledge that you need to get from your people, specifically your older folks, because they know. I mean, we we can't, young folks, we can't disregard the knowledge that is that has come before you. You can't grow without learning what you had before, right? And stay your butts off of social media. Stop putting all the Greek stuff on social media. You'll be all right. Other than that, man, I have nothing else. Dang it, there we go. Other than that, man, I have nothing else. This has been a super dope episode. It's been a great, great time to have all of my people back in here. Uh, great to see Portia again with the hair going in after she came back from this thing. I already know she's going to snatch it off and go right back in the bed because she says she's been asleep 
this whole time. But I'm so happy. I'm so happy that she made it down there. Um, I was able to see uh, Mr. Bethea go across the screen and Miss Sanders go across the screen. The screen, and I was like, dang. I want to see Portia go across the screen. But then she was like, no, nope, I'm good. I ain't doing none of that. But I'm glad that they all made it home safely, man. It's super dope to just be able to see you guys make it and land safely. Oh, let me tell you this. We arrived back to a police escort. We didn't have to worry about no red lights. It was a little party out there. DJ Vince was playing. DJ was Vince was playing? Oh. When we got back last night. Oh, y'all was, y'all was like, y'all won the championship. Man, I, it was, was a lot. When we saw them police officers, it was one in the front, one on the side, one in the back, you know, stopping traffic. It was something else. Y'all were celebrities for a day. Look at that. Oh, a lot of days, actually. Man, I, I, I'm just so elated by that. I'm about to go watch a couple more videos. No, I'm not. I'm going to sleep because my wife kicked my butt if she, I'll try to stay up. Anyway, man, let me go ahead and close this thing out, man. This has been super dope. I will, well, no, wait. We will see you guys on Wednesday next Wednesday. All right. That's it. See you guys next Wednesday, man. It's been great. Thank you for tuning in to Talk That Talk. Find us on social media outlets and YouTube at Real Talk That Talk. Talk That Talk is a brand of the Passion Is Network. You can contact Passion Is at passionis1919 at gmail.com. If you would like to contact the panel of Talk That Talk, email us at realtalkthattalk at gmail.com.